That's just so relaxing. Hey, everybody, we are live here on Popcorn Planet, and I'm with my man Jody Joe in his new awesome studio gaming center. What is up, Jody? What's up, YouTube? It's your boy Jody Joe, and I'm here on Popcorn Planet. Feels good to be back with my man Andy. I am in Studio B. I would like to take this moment to say thank you to all of the members of Jody's Corner and all of the donators, especially from last night when Sid B dropped $1,200 by himself. <laughs> and then O'Shea said, okay, he dropped $1,000, bro. So this uh, this episode of my participating with this nerd, with this nerd version of Change My Mind is going to be in honor of O'Shea Goodman and Sid B. I love y'all, man. Oh, my God. I love him, too. Bravo, you guys. Stepping <laughs> up, supporting like yeah, that. Man. That is insane. Uh, the most generous, uh, most amazing uh, fans in the world. Uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of them, but, man, your fans are legit. Uh, I Thanks, love bro. you guys. Uh, thank you for supporting Thanks, Jody, man. for coming supporting me. Uh, it's been awesome getting to know everybody. And uh, bravo, you guys. Uh, well, awesome. Good to know that. So let's let's really bring the energy tonight. Uh, so go, have some let's fun. go. You guys send day. over. You Did send me. over the topics. We'll drop whatever you want. We'll talk about whatever you want. And there's some stuff to talk about tonight. Warner Media, HBO Max, AT&T, whatever you want to call them these days. Uh, they dropped a neutron bomb. Uh, and it's sad. I mean, a lot of people getting laid off. That is nothing to joke about. Uh, but lots of changes, restructuring happened, all under Jason Kalar. I did a video uh, yes, last night breaking down a lot of that. I'll, I'll bring up some of my feedback there, too. But I wanted to really talk about that, lead our show, and get Jody's thoughts on this. Is this good for Warner Brothers? Is this good for HBO? Is this good for DC Comics? Uh, there's lots we're going to talk about there, as well as the new Spider-Man 3 alleged title. I want to complain about oh. that because I don't like it. And Bel Air, oh. the new dark reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Something's actually going to happen with that weird viral short from a while back. I want to get Jody's thoughts on that and talk about that. We're also going to be taking a lot of your comments, your questions. Uh, so send them over through Streamlabs. Thanks to everybody in the chat. I see so many members, all those uh, members, uh, moderators. Thank you guys so much for coming and joining in. Uh, Streamlabs is where you can interrupt the show, add your comments, support the channel. Uh, so you guys know how to do all that. So thank you guys for watching. Let's get to this main Thanks, topic. Guys. I want to get to uh, these massive uh, layoffs. Uh, how? What, what do we think? I mean, Jody, I, hey, I, I didn't. I haven't gotten to see any of your uh, feedback on this. Um, what do you What do you think about what's happening here? Do you think this? I mean, for those who don't know, about 800 people laid off. Uh, a lot of from DC Universe, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, all across the board. Expected to be even possibly some more, uh, but all in a restructuring effort to sort of gain, uh, put, basically putting HBO Max as top priority across the whole company. Uh, Jody, what are your thoughts? So, like, when you when AT&T first came into the picture, I was kind of, like, hopeful that they was going to change things around for the better and finally call shots on the epic level. Little did I know that AT&T was like this big, huge, dark cloud that was going to um, put this storm over Warner Brothers and cock them to the point where they don't have power. And AT&T was putting out, yeah, let's do the Snyder. Zach, uh, uh, David Ayer, maybe. I mean, they were so active on Twitter and they were so uh, un-Warner Brothers-like. And it was it was jarring at first. Then when you start to hear about DC fandom and all that stuff, that's something that we've never seen before with the DC film universe, and it's a breath of fresh air. It actually gave me life as a DC fan. Then in comes the 800 uh, job layoff. 
And I'm like, okay, it's natural that uh, a telecommunications company, one that used to be in a, a monopoly uh, some 30 years ago, AT&T comes in and takes over a, a media a production a studio. All right, changes are bound to be made. More specifically, that DC app. You know that DC Universe app that had, you know, Titans on there and had a Harley Quinn show? But you have the DC app and then you have HBO Max. So I have to pay for the DC app and HBO Max when it's all the same company at the end of the day. So them phasing out the DC app makes a lot of, lot of sense. That's I'm fine with that. That's not a problem. But then seeing that all of these CEOs, CFOs getting chopped down, uh, one of them head over the TV. I think it was Greenblatt head over the TV distribution, I believe. One of them who've been over the at Warner Brothers for six acquisitions over 30 years and he is out of there. So that's like, okay, whoa, that's that's a huge shift. But it's, it's hard to tell if that's really a good thing or a bad thing. One thing that I could say right now is universally like bad in my opinion is they cut the comic books down. They're starting to chop the block at comic book employees. So I'm like, you know, media, I understand visual media, but why are comic books suffering? Because comic books are the source material that will eventually end up being the visual media. So I feel like some of this stuff is, is understandable, some of it is not, but time will tell. I would say from this day forward, you got about two years for me to see if these decisions were actually worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, there's so many topics here to talk about, and I'm curious, you guys in the comments help can sort of dictate where we go. But I, I, I mean... What does this mean for the Snyder Cut? What does this mean for the comics yeah. in general, for, uh, you know, hard copy, uh, me like actual physical media? Uh, what does this mean for uh, DC? Uh, DC Universe sounds like that's gone. What does this mean, though, for HBO yeah. as a brand? Who's in charge of it now? So many things that now coming together. Like, I, I'll be honest, the restructuring makes sense when you merge and even when Time Warner did it. Like, you got to restructure. There's redundancies in a big corporation. A lot of people sort of having the same seeming job. And you got to make some tough cuts at that point instead of having these huge CEO level, you know, salaries out there uh, and, and departments that sort of need to be redone if you're going to sort of let someone else be in charge. So while it sucks, and I, I can't go through all 800 people to see who was really worthy and who was not, uh, it's never really worthy, especially right now in the world. We have to give anybody, you know, a loss right now. Weeks before fandom, it's, it's tough. At the same time, you know, show business, not show friends, right? At the end of the day, like, they had to do this move at some point. And so, you know, it, we'll see, I think, in the months to come what this really means for the company, and then obviously in the years to come of whether it actually worked. Uh, I think putting HBO Max as its priority makes sense given the weight of where you know, the industry is going with streaming. Uh, they clearly see that as, as a huge boom because, you know, let's start a comics for a second, Jody. Let's go there because uh, yeah. from everything I've read, they're sort of gutting. They gutted a lot, a lot of people. Um, uh, Hollywood Reporter said uh, 600, roughly 600 layouts of Warner Media, including editors, uh, a, th a third of DC Comics editorial staff. Um, and so and everything I've read and sort of looked into is that they are going to be starting to take away serious uh, cuts to uh, actual physical comics. They're really going to yeah. lean into digital comics moving forward. Uh, and look, to be honest, a lot of their comics hadn't been selling that well. Um, and so this was sort of you know a bummer. Uh, but it's a bummer in that they're, you know, these job losses, but 
hope you know they're going to refocus into a more better area where the comics become more exciting and, and we're, we're we're interested again um but at the same time this idea of leaving physical media they want to get rid of the comic book i, I read somewhere else that they're only going to be focusing on graphic novels and then some comics uh but you know i i see this as a death knell, death nail for comic book shops like at a certain point if dc starts pulling you know their books physical books it's like that's the comic shops will be the next thing to go uh and then do we i I like having you know physical copies of things to read uh i don't like it all being digital on on you know kindles and stuff uh do you think uh this is a smart move though to pull from physical comics it is man It, it is i ain't gonna lie digital comics are are fantastic they're fantastic when it comes to uh, ease of use, ease of access, man, and 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 a lot of those comic book channels, they they use digital comics to make their YouTube videos. There's there, so when it comes to digital media, yeah, the digital comics, and and someone in the comment section had a really good point. He says it's not good for me. You know, the DC app is not just the shows; it's the comic book uh, digital comics as well. So if that goes, he doesn't have access to the digital comics. And he said in here near his house. He don't even have a comic book shop after Bud Light took it out. Right. So for people like that, a lot of people in middle middle America, you know, you live in Florida. I'm in L.A. So we, we have access to these type of nerd type of uh, comic book stores that are like a dime a dozen around here. But those people in middle America who are in rural areas, they, they don't have access like that. That's why they have to do like Amazon to get their physical media, get them shipped to their house and stuff like that. But that does not, will not replace going to the comic book shop looking at the new releases, getting that baby, uh, smelling that baby, and then buying that baby and reading that baby. You know what I mean? There's nothing that's going to replace that. So it, it, it's like a double-edged sword. You love the digital comics, but it looks like AT&T is like, it's digital or nothing. And it's like, the comic book shops are going to suffer, and that's that's what you don't want. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I, I see a lot of people saying, yeah, I don't have a comic shop. I mean, I've always had one near, but I guess I've always been in major cities, even in, in Tampa. There's like three comic shops, at least here. And Rogue Comics, our viewer who, who calls in sometimes uh, his shop. I mean, there are comic shops still in the world. It's, it's not like they're video, you know, video stores. Uh, but, yeah, I know they're harder to sustain. Um, and so I, at the same time, though, I, I have trouble buying, like, the issues. I do prefer when it's all sort of in one book. Like, the graphic novel is typically what I do, but I'm not uh, a comic nut. But I, at the same time, like, my, my, I'm getting my kids into them, and he loves getting some, you know, some uh, – I'll go there to get stuff for him. Uh, and so the physical media, I think, is something that you just got to th- th- touch and reading. Uh, th- it's a bummer to go, but I understand you're right. And then, obviously, there's distribution and printing costs that now will go out the window, and that's going to start right. happening across the yeah, board, right? That's that's why HBO Max. That's why HBO Max is such a you know an important thing for everybody because they can avoid yeah. distribution. They're like, well, we own it. Disney Plus. Everybody they're realizing, well, crap. Netflix is brilliant because now they own the method to distribute it, and then we can get all the money. We we own it. The customers come to us. They pay us. We we get the payout. Um, and this this Mulan thing that's happening that is a bigger game changer than I think people are paying attention to. And honestly, I think all of us as consumers should not buy it <laughs> because I think if we buy it we are going to actually potentially ruin the way things are because they're going to cut the theater and they're just going to take more money. And if they make more money doing it digitally uh, through Disney Plus as an add-on, that's going to change the media as we know it. But staying on the Warner Brothers and all these layoffs and everything, comics, we've talked about that. All right, so that's it's a bummer. It is what it is, but it saves money. We need that. Uh, I, I, I can't argue with sort of where the thing where the tide is going, sadly. Uh, but that's, you know, the timing sucks with like, fandom. Like, Really think about it. Really think about it. It's 2020. And back when we were younger, Andy, in the 90s, 
we thought comic book shops would be around for forever. But then when you think about like what's what about fifty years in the future in the future when there's flying cars? We couldn't imagine <laughs> that we were going into no comic book shop. We would have thought that, you know, it would have been some type of advance for and this we're entering I don't that know. future I still, era. I wanted to drive my flying car to the comic book record store. <laughs> I don't know about you. We're in that era where Suncoast video. But look, Amazon. Uh, 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 Walden. I hate Amazon. Uh, what was the other? I mean, other I love Amazon for the convenience, but dude, it's not the same as going and being like, "Oh, what's this? Oh, cool, this is out." Oh, you know, it's yeah, like no, it's not the same. All, it's not just comic books. It's all it's books. Period. It's printed media is going the way of the dodo, bro. Like Barnes and Noble out of business, yeah, shutting depressing. down so many stores. Like, bro, it's comic books are lasting because you know they're cooler and they're edgy and they have so much art to them. But, bro, like, I feel like printed media will no longer exist. No, disagree. Be in the museum. Book, books will always exist. You got to have a book. To read a book, you read a book. Good book, by the way. If anyone's I'm not so sure in 100 like years that we would have. But uh, you got, I, liked, I need to have the book. I need to, you know, earmark, hold it. And it's a, it's a process to read a book. And we all need to read more books. Uh, it makes us smarter. But I, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's, it is where the future is going, and it's frustrating, but I don't think you can eliminate all of it. And so it's, they, they agree. It's like graphic novels are still a thing. They'll probably put the digital issues, and then they'll print out the successful ones in bigger prints that they'll sell at Target or Walmart is what you sort of you get your media now. But so there we go with that. What, what do we think about HBO Max? So Jason Kalar, who's now in charge of it all, has made it clear this is like the big priority. And, and he said in interviews that the reason he did all this was because he knew of the quality of HBO, and he wanted to sort of stand by the quality. That's what separated them from everybody else. And he's uh, right. HBO has had, has had equality. But I worry now with all the stuff they're doing, if they just need to start spitting out whatever they can do, the quality is going to go out the window. Because no offense to Jason Kalar, but I guess offense to Jason Kalar, what content have you made, dude? You, you made Hulu. Cool. Tech guy. Smart tech guy who sold it off to other companies and then, you know, left and whatever. Like, okay, he gets the tech bubble. And that's why AT&T sort of brought him in to sort of hip, make it more hip and hip make, you know, Warner Brothers more, you know, relevant to today's world and streaming. But my God, man, like, who is he? Why? What content has he made to sort of to make these decisions is where still I'm sort of thrown for a loop. And so for him to sort of now be controlling, you know, bringing his Hulu guys over to sort of turn over HBO uh, it worries me a bit. And, and I know some people who've been working on HBO Max originals, and they've made it clear, like, they are just not as good as HBO products. Like, they are definitely going to start, you know, do overdoing it and just sort of, we need content like Netflix does, and then suddenly you lose uh, parts of, the, you know, you lose that quality is what I'm getting at. So what do we think about HBO? Uh, well, before I get your answer, though, I do want to call out, oh, and I just saw Rogue Comics, our, our comic. Rogue no, there it is. Rogue comic book shops may be closing, but Rogue's like, you know what? I'm becoming a member of Popcorn Planet. Thank you, Rogue, for joining us. Right, uh, go check them out. Support them. He'll, he'll, he's going to need it more than ever now with these news. Uh, curious of your take. Drop me a line. I'm curious. And I got to think, I saw some of your chats. Let me get to a couple of them real quick. Uh, so, Hosiah, thank you for sending that love. I saw you early on with the first chat of the night. Thank you for sending that love with love. Uh, and Myra, well, so good to see you, Myra, on one of the live shows. I blame Diamond. They helped kill comics faster. Um, I don't – who's Diamond? Is that a comic? Uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, – who, clarify. Who's, who's Diamond? Is that a, a publisher? That is a publisher, right? A comic publisher? Uh, I'll find out. And then um, uh, we had another one, Myra. Amazon killed Borders and smaller bookstores. Facts. Amazon has killed a lot of businesses, and now – the, the world Amazon we live is, in is killing is just a lot like of small AT &T businesses. In this, in this instance, they're a digital media uh, conglomerate. 
They're yeah. no different than AT what AT&T is doing. Uh, and then Rogue, thank you for joining. And then we had one more here from uh, uh, Ryel Williams. HBO Max is Fire Fam. I need more Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn. So look, let's so let's get to that. HBO Max doing these moves. It's it, they're big moves, uh, and, and I, I can't yeah, say they're not. You know, we I can't say they're the wrong moves. To be perfectly honest, they suck for people who are losing their jobs. But you got to consolidate at some point if there's too many you know things in charge. So can H, is this good for HBO? Is this good for HBO Max? Do we current? I mean, currently HBO Max to me is actually pretty good for a library, but terrible from an original standpoint. Whereas HBO as a brand is still pretty solid. They're still, you know, kicking out some good original shows. Yep. And HBO is still a big profit gainer for Warner Brothers because, and, you know, Warner everybody because they still have cable subscribers. And so it's an interesting thing that they're doing because they're getting rid of HBO Go and HBO, you know, whatever. But then it's like, how, well, how what happens to the cable people? Because, sure, everything's moving to streaming, but there's still a lot of revenue that HBO Max from their, you know, subscribers who have strictly cable. Right, Jody? So it's like there's a lot of stuff maneuvering here where a big move like this could spook some of those other people. How do you think this – do you think this helps HBO as a brand? Uh, which is even just complicated because – Spook who? What do you say? Spook other people? Who are you talking about? Well, who it could spook uh, investors. It could spook uh, customers. They could start. They could be like, well, wait, why am I buying HBO on cable when they have this other streaming thing? And then I don't know how to use that streaming thing. So I guess I don't need to pay for HBO anymore. There's definitely a two different de demographics, right? I, I'm, I'm assuming there's like an older demographic who doesn't want to get into streaming who still has cable television, right? And still pays for it and does it that way. And then I think there's a larger growing younger audience who's just like, well, no, I'm moving to this. I cut the cable. It's time to stream. That's what I've done. I've cut the cable and I'm watching it through all the streaming channels. But there are still people who buy cable, right? And HBO as a premium service. Uh, and they started that yeah. with HBO Now and HBO Go where you could sort of buy it and take it on the go, I think, to get people used to it. Uh, but do we think, you know, well, is cutting – the HBO, you know, does this focus on the HBO? Sorry, I'm, I'm confusing, but like the HBO customer who has cable, that's still a profit margin for for Warner Brothers, right? And or do they yep. do you sort of ignore that? A dwindling one. It's yeah. Dwindling. So I guess you just oh. ignore that and say whatever. They're not even looking at that. They they know the streamers know the future is streaming. Cable's dying. They know that. They they've already projected the next ten years that there's going to be less than ten million cable subscriptions. And they know the dominant platforms are going to be streaming. Let's 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 really talk about something for a second. When Disney came in and they bought Marvel and they did the whole and even like a year when they really took over a few months ago, they made some changes to little shows. Comics got got little changes too, but it wasn't nowhere near as drastic as this. The only reason why this is drastic and things are shutting down is because of Bud Light. We're in a pandemic. That's the reason why a lot of this. It's not just because AT&T is like you know in their defense. It's not because AT's like, yo, we took over. Shut that down, shut that down, shut that down. Kill that, kill that. They're trying to save money. They're, they're, and I don't know if we're going to talk about the games division, but allegedly there's not even there's confusion on if they're even going to sell Warner Brothers games or not. Right. They might even keep it now. I heard it's off the table. Like Microsoft was a huge buyer that was going to purchase one of the ones that was in line to purchase Warner Brothers games from AT&T. Now we're hearing that they're trying to hold on to it and kind of really use the movies and games and comics as one trifecta, but bro, this is because of the pandemic why a lot of this shit is going down. If the pandemic wasn't here, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. They wouldn't be firing 800 people. Yeah, they would let go. Naturally, when a merger comes in, people are gonna lose their job. It wouldn't be nowhere near as shattering headline news as 
800 people? No, I don't think so at all. So let's just keep that in mind and understand the circumstance that we are in in this climate right now with the pandemic going on. Sure, and HBO game, it's true. There was rumors they were going to sell it, but now I'm hearing, I heard that they aren't, and that's still available. So there's still a lot to be figured out from this deal. But I guess what I was getting at with sort of HBO is like, does HBO, is that still a thing? Like if HBO Max is just the new streaming service, What's no, HBO? Like, like really HBO good. was always a channel, right? HBO was always like, here's the new yeah. movie, HBO movie. It's an app. It's an app. Here's the, but but app. as we become HBO Max, and then there's, you know, Seth Rogen's well, before American Pickle. HBO and... Max, there was, a nice, there was a nice buffer of about four or five years where people just had the app. So you could pay that 15 bucks without cable. So we're already used to having the app paying separate. And when HBO Max came out, we blended they blended that right on in, so it's not that drastic of a change. You know what I mean? So yeah, but but my know. point is, as we move forward and we get Green Lantern, Doom Patrol, all these things, right? American Pickle, that Seth Rogen movie, and then we're getting that new uh, Ridley Scott movies coming out. Is this HBO? Yeah. An Aquaman is this, series is coming. Is it Doom, now? It's Ridley a new. But you know what I mean? It's like HBO was a brand, it was a, is a bar of quality, and now it's all sort of falling into HBO Max. Is where I'm confused. Like, does HBO is is HBO still going to make original series? You think? Top, yeah, they're still going to be HBO. They still have prime directors, producers, and writers over there making amazing. Right content. for that dwindling and, cable audience is what I'm getting at, though. You think that you think that's still an important thing? You get what I'm saying? Like, why would you put your focus on making something for HBO when now it's like, well, HBO Max is the priority. You know what I'm saying? Like that's going to make the HBO brand start going down because they're going to say, "Well, no, just put it on HBO Max." Um, th- I don't think so because nothing's changing at HBO. Like when they were, when they're, I guess, I guess you're saying the cable add-on of what we're used to for the last 30 years, HBO. HBO. Yeah. That studio, that building, that corporate headquarters that they operate and create in, is not changing. It's just what they put out is going to be going to a digital platform more than. Uh, do the cable with the service. I don't think the quality is going to dip at all. It's it's business as usual over there. I don't think they feel anything. In fact, I remember I read an article before this all went down. They increased their uh, employee base. They hired hundreds of new employees to double down on making prime content for this wave that they predicted is going to come. Yeah, it's interesting. So put, are you saying putting out more? Well, I guess uh, it's I don't know. you make a good point because it's like even if they're making it for the HBO cable pla- app, or whatever platform, you can still drop those on HBO Max at the same time. So it's concurrent for both exactly. for both consumers. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think the, the lines are getting confusing because it's like, well, what's HBO now? Uh, this is an HBO series. Hey, here's, here's the future. Here's the future. Ain't going to be no more cable HBO. That's not it. In 10 years. Ain't going to be no cable. Turn on HBO on the cable. It's going to be HBO Max streaming. Right. So does that mean the next the next Game of Thrones or Sopranos, do you put an HBO, HBO label on that or do you put an HBO Max label on it? It's all going to be HBO Max. Nothing on everything. So that HBO is going to go is away is what I'm getting Max. at. HBO is being upgraded into this new thing. Where HBO anything is they buy is, is HBO Max. So that that so that's why I'm confused and why I'm worried, because it's like HBO yeah, was a HBO studio. It's like imagine it's it's Fox now under Disney's what it is. Fox is the HBO yeah, in this example. Yeah, exactly. And so I worry HBO is now going to be sort of like, oh yeah, don't worry, we're gonna f- yeah, cool. HBO is so important to us. Uh, what else can we yeah. buy quickly? Hurry up! What else is available? Oh cool, he wants to make something great. And then you got four people yeah. making deals, right? All these studio execs making deals, and then it's like, well, it's all going to the same place. Which okay, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But the brand of HBO, which had that quality bar, 
is suddenly now going to not have the same bar Max. because now, they're the going to have 10 other people making those decisions. There. You know what I mean? I think it's still going to be there. It's HBO Max. So it's even more. It's like, that's why they titled it. <laughs> oh my HBO God. That, you, are you Max. being bought by them? That was the most like, bro. <laughs> it's HBO, but Max, it. yo, it's, Andy. It's everything that you already get with your cable subscription HBO, plus Warner Brothers content, Cartoon Network, all them other things, DC Universe. That's HBO Max, bro. That's to the max. To infinity and beyond. I don't think that's going to die. Everybody, we, we. I think that you ha you're stuck with HBO in your head. Home box office. Let's. It's Sunday. It's eight o'clock Sunday. Let's go watch HBO. That is very much still going to be the same thing, but they're going to say let's watch HBO Max. But to be fair, like I, I saw it as a streaming thing because I would just go watch it later through HBO Go. So yeah, but it ha it still had HBO like that. Gone. It was a studio. It was, it was a studio that had like made really good, usually good choices. Like there were more often than not. When HBO released something, you knew it was going to be quality. It's not HBO, it's not TV. It's HBO. So my problem is, like, I want that filter to still carry over to HBO Max, which they're saying it's going to. But I guess yeah. what I, my final thoughts on this is, I, I don't think it's gonna. It's. I think that when you make that much content, eventually it's going to start wearing because you can't. You can't be that good on the quality if you're starting to like quadruple your output. Okay, well that's a different argument. Then maybe maybe uh, doubling the output means dropping the quality. That's that's possible. Quantity over quality is what's going to end up happening. You're going to say it's for quality, but I don't know if they can sustain it. Uh, Myra, thank you for the support again. I'm more worried about the that's quality Myra. of the shows from HBO uh, that they will be more focused on pumping out new shows for the app like Netflix. That thank you, Myra. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Where they're going to start saying, well, yeah, we're HBO now. Totally maxed out HBO. So cool. Let's do four of those Game of Thrones show. Just get them out. You have to get them out within the year. Hurry up, yes! quick. But they're gonna fat, they're gonna thing. they're gonna do it quickly. They're not gonna be as good, and then suddenly we're gonna oversaturate the market, which Netflix does. Because my argument is Netflix has quality. I mean, sorry, quantity, but their quality is pretty crappy. Their their Netflix original does not stand for like oh. Th th to me, HBO beats them in quality while Netflix kills them in quantity right now, and that's the reality, right? right? So what's gonna happen is are they just trying to race to beat to Netflix? That'll be frustrating. I don't think so. I, uh, Netflix has Netflix has this issue, and I think they're the only ones that have this issue, outside of like Bezos. Uh, it's called too much money syndrome. They're throwing money at every writer, director, and actor and stand-up comedian possible. A stand-up comedian five years ago who can't sell out a nightclub for twenty thousand is getting five million dollar deals from Amazon from uh, Netflix just to do a stand-up special. It's ridiculous. I can't. We can't use. Netflix, as an example, one thing I can say here is this. Quantity and quality. Bro, every time I go to In-N-Out Burger, it tastes the same. It's delicious. There's tons and tons of cars and millions of people that go to In-N-Out Burger. When you have a system and it works, you just know how to make it happen. They have quantity and they have quality. I don't think that, you know, Myra said about, you know, they don't want it to be like Netflix where it's just like, okay, green light, green light, green light, green light. Yeah, all green light, go. HBO, that's not how HBO gets down. They don't operate like that. Now, are you saying that AT&T is going to come in and change that? That's a huge suspicion that I'm not even going to start touching. Got to wait and see what happens. But HBO, as we know them, and as they are now, they filter out scripts. Bro, I, when I read the article, when I was covering the news, they get two to 300 series every year to come to HBO, and they only greenlight like 12 of them. That is a rigorous process, bro, and it's so long as they're doing that, the quality that comes to HBO Max is going to be fired no matter what. Right, but the argument I'm making is they won't have the time to do that anymore because HBO Max, Jason Kalar is going to be like, no, we need to out we need 10 times the output. 
So oh, great. No. HBO yeah, Max, you still do what you're doing, huh? but double double your output, HBO. That's what we need you to do. Uh, oh, and by the way, they we hired, have four other people double. doing they this. Higher double though. But the problem is like, you can't. I mean, we had this problem with Screen Junkies Plus. Like, you can't just make people who are good at doing what they're doing and suddenly tell them to make a dozen more things. Like, it actually doesn't usually work. And so that's the problem with what HBO Max is filtering. It's like coming in and sort of tapping it all, like organizing in one face. Okay, but then how do you actually make sure you're getting original content? That's the problem all these streaming apps are worried about, you know? And it's all about, like, going to the, the power players, like the known entities out there in town to sort of see, all right, well, what do you got, Ryan Murphy? What do you got, Ava? What do you got? You know, like, they're just going to anybody who's relatively a name who's produced stuff. Uh, Shonda Rhimes, what do you, what do you, can you come to us? would be exclusive to us. And that's sort of it's smart. doesn't guarantee anything. But then you get something like Space Force where it's like, all right, cool. Let's get Greg Daniels who made Office and he'll team up with Steve Carell to give us an awesome new comedy that we're going to own here at Netflix. We're going to pay a fortune for it. And then they get it, and it's Space Force. And you're like, oh, this is not very good. What a waste of money. So that's the problem, right? So they're, they're betting huge money down on big names that don't guarantee the eyeballs. And so my problem is, like, if that's what they're going to do over on HBO Max 2, and then the quality goes down, that's going to be a bummer. Uh, and all I'm saying is, from everything I've read about, you know, this what Jason's doing over there as a sort of head of now the whole company that at and now owns, uh, I, I, I understand the consolidation, but I don't, under, I don't know how you keep the quality. Look, what is the most popular show to ever hit Game of uh, uh, Freak? <laughs> what is the most popular show to ever hit HBO? Ever? Game of Thrones. Oh, wait, wait, Game a, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. It's Game of Thrones. And look, it took a year and a half, almost two years for season seven. About that same amount of time for season eight. What happened? Well, also, don't forget, it was not it, a huge it, hit. It, out it didn't the, work. It wasn't a huge hit out the gate either. It took a few seasons before it really became that sort of water cooler phenomenon. Uh, no, it, yeah. Three seasons. By season three, I would say it was already the show, the yeah, best I would, show. I would route season three is when everyone was like, "Oh man, this is the, right." And then exactly, exactly Red yeah. Wedding and all that. Yeah. So we know what time it is. So look and look, we're in. We're in a huge drought right now. George R. R. Martin sitting on his couch with his suspenders and some coffee and shit, reading a book, still chilling, farting and shit, not making a show, trying to make because that we final, don't have enough content. Book. Yeah. We would have been had House of the Dragon. We would have been had the freaking uh, the the long night. Because we don't have enough resources to pump these Game of Thrones shows out, bro. But what's, see, no. What's taking so long? That is exactly the problem. Thank you for saying it out loud. We should be pumping, no, Game of Thrones pumping these the out. There's the word Jody just said. We should be pumping what? these out. It doesn't work yes. that way, man. That's not how good content. You can't just pump out good content. Good content takes time. slow and it failed. Right, because they shot two, and they re- and HBO killed the one with, what was it, Kate Blanchett or whoever it was. Uh, they killed it because of Naomi Watts. They killed it because they didn't like it. They realized it wasn't good enough. And good for them, man. What studios have if the balls they, to like spend the money and say, no, we're not doing it, and then kill it? There are so many talented people out there. If you put out the casting calls to talented Hollywood, you will get movie-level, Oscar-winning-level people throwing in treatments and scripts to HBO Max for approval. Well, why, the dude, problem if that was is the case, they don't they, they have, have they it. didn't have the infrastructure back, back then. Pump those no, bad boys did. out, they bro. The Give me as many shows like Netflix has you the infrastructure. They have, Netflix has an infrastructure, and they're not doing award-winning things yet. It's take, it takes time. Ozark's now the one that pops through. Yeah, what do you mean? They just won an Oscar last year at Academy Award. Roma, whatever it was. They didn't win. They, I mean, they got a nomination. Sure, it's taken them years, and that's all they did. Uh, they They've invested won. in a lot that, that don't get them. Won. Roma, I mean, Roma, Roma didn't win Best Picture. What are you talking about? It won Best Foreign Film, I believe. 
Oh, sure. I did it won it. an Oscar. I know he won an Oscar. Rona, Roma, that one. Yeah, it that cost them a fortune. They made no money on it. And yes, they got an Oscar, which helped them in the cred. Yeah. They spent the money to get him to sort of show, we'll do this type expected, of thing. Expected to be, the next two years, expected to be flooded with streaming movies. Netflix, HBO Max, they're all going to be at the Academy Awards, bro. Well, yeah, especially since the rules have changed. Right, but anyway, we're we're beating the dead horse of this. I I, right, right, right. I, I think the I think the Pump quality I think the out. quality will suffer. Uh, the final thoughts on this HBO topic are: I wanted to just touch upon Snyder Cut. I don't I don't think it really matters. Like I don't really think. Stop it, comparing Netflix, guys. Uh, people in the chat, Sean, Netflix is not HBO. Yeah, it's not. Please, you guys have to understand that Netflix is just throwing stuff to the wall to see what sticks because they have an unlimited amount of money to do this. They're an anomaly. HBO is known for the quality. They're not Netflix. Please Netflix is, and Netflix has taken a long time to get where they're at. Uh, but but uh, quality takes time, and Netflix it, it has been rushing into it. And, and granted, it took them time to get the quality, the quantity. But that's the problem with Netflix right now. I'm like, yeah, sometimes it's good. Like Ozark is good. Stranger Things. Like they, I'm not trying to knock it completely. Tiger King was right. fun. Like they do have some 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 moments that break through for them. Of course, um, they need to. But uh, you know, it's not as it's not like Jody's saying. You can't just pump. They're not pumping out like they could. They have the money and the infrastructure. They're still not pumping out as many as you'd think. Uh, which right. Jody makes it sound like you can do endlessly, but you can't. So HBO, that premium, oh. it's a harder thing to find to find those people who actually know what they're doing and then have quality control who come in and say, no, that's not good enough, or wait, let's take this back to the writing room. That's that's right. what's, what's nice about HBO is they take their time between series. Then HBO Max, Jason Clare's making it clear, like, no, we don't. You guys don't have time anymore. We need we need hundred more shows. Where are they? I need them now. If you don't get them to me, we're gonna let you go because we need missionaries here at the company and we need to move fast. We're at the t turning of the time. It's like craziness oh, no, that's happening. If they adapt that culture, if they adapt that culture, they're doomed to to fail and be a bootleg Netflix. Right. So, but then the problem is also if they wait too long late. for their content, then they're also in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, we've made this argument. Warner Brothers to me is the next best one besides Disney. Like if you got Disney, which has so bought so many brands and, and I think stuff. Warner Brothers is the best. And then, then Warner Disney. Brothers, well, I think right now Disney's got sort of more value, but I think Warner Brothers with their catalog yeah, value, yeah. can step up and really be yes. a competitor to Disney is what I'm getting at. They're the only ones yes. out there that I think have it between HBO and all the networks you said. Yeah, they have potential to, to actually uh, make a dent. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Myra said AT&T now owns them, so they won't care of quality. That's that's exactly what I'm getting at. So it's a possibility. Look, these it's layoffs possibility. are, I think, probably wise. It's a way to cut costs. It's a way to sort of, you know, uh, organize, restructure everything. Uh, but My issue is not the app. My issue is not the app. It's those comic books getting targeted. And it's all those uh, the video game division going or staying. It's other things that AT and T is worrying me about. I'm not worried about what they're what they what they master in telecommunications and media. I'm not right. worried well, about that. I, the only reason I was bringing in Snyder Cut not to bash it because I, I honestly I don't I don't have a beef with the with the cut anymore. Obviously, have, we have a beef with some of the, yeah. the cultists in the yeah. group. But I'm actually can't wait for I, it. I want to see it. But my all I'm going to say is like for the amount of money and the pressure that they're under, I don't know if that's going to bring that kind of return. I really still. We've had this argument. I had it on Darth Daddy Lungas earlier today. Like, and I don't say this to knock. People will take me out of context. But it's like, I, I genuinely want to see it. I'm curious, but I'm a niche consumer, right? I'm a nerd who's seen the first one, who didn't like it, who wants, who knows what's happening, and knows the backstory, and I'm curious. I'm invested. The right. common general moviegoer is not. He's seen it already. He or she's seen the movie, didn't like it, probably or thought it was okay. And doesn't probably care, oh, but wait, That's this right. is what Zach wanted. And, oh, wait, but Steppenwolf's spinier now. And, oh, wait, but, you know, yeah. it's going to have – I get it for fans who are jazzed and excited. 
Yep. Ten-year-old movie going public's already seen it and doesn't care. So for Warner to have spent that much money and make that such a big thing at the launch, I mean, look, good for them, but that should have been like one of dozens of announcements, right? And the problem was it was the only one that we've seen for months. So it's sort of like great it has a big social media impact of hundred thousand people all out there going you know going crazy for it and they needed that but they could have had like you know so many more if they'd counted their cards better and actually bought a couple other products um or you know other films or things to announce and they didn't so it's really strange uh and I, again i'm not knocking on the cut i'm gonna watch it i'm very curious but i mean you yeah, it sounds yeah, like you yeah, agree yeah. there's not yeah. that is not gonna get huge i, don't, I really don't think it's gonna get enough subscribers <laughs> to warrant all yeah, the yeah. stuff they've been doing. Bro, Andy, they greenlit it for 2021. They it, it was a it was a last minute decision like and that lets you know because if they had this planned, it would have launched with the Snyder cut. They they, they greenlit it to, on the announcement to say next year you'll get it. This was the Snyder Justice uh Zack Snyder's Justice League is a marketing tool. That's all it is is like, hey, HBO Max, Snyder because if they really believed in it, it would be in theaters. If they really thought it would do well and make hundreds of millions of dollars, it would have been in theaters, and they wouldn't have shoved it to the to a streaming service. I'm not trying to belittle the streaming service, but I mean, Zack Snyder's no, Justice facts. League is a film. You know what I mean? That's a that's a summer blockbuster from 2017. But even they understand that it's not going to make that much money. But what it will do is create that buzz and hype. That's why they was freaking going ham on Twitter a few months back when they announced it, back on on June 20th, I believe it was, May 20th. So we know what time it is, but it's not a killer app because it's not going to come out until next year. And by that time, I'm pretty sure HBO Max will come to the table with a lot better things, uh, that that a thicker library and have original content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think that... But when it comes out, it's going to be the hottest thing. Well, and I think it would have been smarter is to announce it at Fandom. Like they should, it should have been part of like a huge announcement of here's all the DC stuff that's coming. And I think Fandom is. A, I, I'm glad you brought that up to to wrap up this segment. Yeah. Fandom, I think, is a brilliant move to finally take control of DC's properties and the excitement the fans have and sort of what's coming. And I'm excited to see what comes out of that. Um, and so you know, good move and good for Zach to be there. Everything else, like I think you know, positive. Uh, but yeah, it, it, there's still. Uh, I'm I'm cu- I'm curious what that's actually going to do. For it. And, and you're right. It's not. A, it's not a knock. It's like it, if it, if they thought that was going to make a lot of money, they would absolutely put it in, put it in theaters first, uh, or they would wait or hold on because 2021 they could put it in theaters in theory, right? Uh, but to make that announcement that it's well, no, it's going here. They're they're you know anybody who's putting something strictly on streaming is admitting well it's not worth theatrically. Um, so again, not a knock. It's still a value to them. They put a lot of money up for it, but. It, it is the point and how many people are really going to subscribe to hbo max you know beyond the what do you what do you think that number is how do you many people how many subscribers let's make Uh, the bet we were doing this before what's your bet on how many subscribers will actually come for the snyder cut to hbo max uh i would come just for it and sign up for the 16 dollars a month uh i would say from now until the release it might get about uh fifty thousand. See, I was gonna be more generous. I was gonna say one hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, that's that's one hundred fifty thousand just for the Snyder film. No, I think that I think I'll give you one hundred fifty thousand for HBO Max and the Snyder. But sure, only sure. people who are like, I'm only gonna watch. Oh, that's oh, I see like, what you're saying. Oh. Only yeah, who are only like, I've only came. I don't care exactly. about anything else. Sure, I'd be lower. I, the only reason why I you're think the here Snyder is people. Yeah, I was gonna say one hundred fifty thousand yeah. just for people like, oh, okay. Well, I wanted to check out that thing. Uh, and I guess that's you know that times sixteen bucks isn't isn't nothing to laugh at, 
Um, that's, you know, it's better than, you know, 20 or 100, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but, you know, they want to be in the millions. And so, you know, they need, nah, they need more than that. Millions. No, I'm just saying, I don't think anyone's saying this should, but, you know, so. they, they need to be in the millions is what Kalara is saying. Um, so, and then Bunda thinks like a million people want to watch. Bunda is saying a million Snyder Cut subscribers. Oh, the, the numbers are going to come out. So yeah, what we need we'll to do? See. We'll take your bet. How many how many Snyder, Snyder cut and uh, Snyder cut enthusiasts you think are signing up to HBO Max strictly for that? And again, just out of curiosity, we're yeah. not trying to bash and say it's not there. It's these are large numbers, but it's not like no, the no. millions that Bunda's saying is what well, my opinion is. Uh, Alexander, thank you for sending. Now with the termination of Paramount consent, uh, con consent decrees from a federal judge, can we talk about the huge position Amazon is now in in acquiring oh AMC theaters? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not up to date on what happened with Paramount. Uh, or this de cons consent degrees. I have to. I have to Google that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll try and. Figure but that I've out. always. I've always been a huge proponent of Amazon buying AMC theaters and releasing their prime content strictly in their own theaters. I think that's the way of the future. Uh, Netflix having their own theaters, Amazon having their own theaters. Yeah. And then releasing theater quality stuff. Yeah. All right. So sorry. I did. This is this is the Paramount and this this uh, judge. Uh, today, a federal judge addresses the possibility that a major studio will merge with a major theatrical chain because they've been sort of holding that out and not letting that be. Uh, since the Paramount consent decrees has been in effect since the 40s, where government pursued major antitrust action against film studios, which in those days were vertically aligned with national theater chains. As a result, the Supreme Court landmark decision, the studios had to divest themselves of their exhibitor holdings. Court-approved settlement then established rules governing the licensing relationship between certain studios, such as Paramount Warner Brothers. Other studios, such as Disney, weren't part of any of the original case, but have nevertheless been guided by these consent decrees. So now they're saying the, that that's going to potentially change, and now studios could, in theory, buy uh, theater chains. So, yeah, we've been predicting that for a while. And I, I, oh, I, yeah. Amazon or Apple, to me, are the, the no-brainers. I think Amazon I and think Apple have so much money. Yeah, there was, a, there was something that was put into effect some 50, 60 years ago, there might be that 1948 law where uh, they said there was a it was a federal ruling that theater production studios cannot own theater chains because of conflict of interest and how it would uh, drastically make the market unfair. That law, I believe, expired last year or it's about to expire. That's why it's kind of huge. I remember reading up on that a little bit. Yeah, no, so, and uh, Amazon, and Apple are two huge companies that could afford to buy a theater chain and decide, you know what, we're going to own it, and that way they'll get in the business that way, and it probably yeah, would be yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With AMC and yeah. everybody out of money right now, if they can swoop in and buy huge stakes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. so uh, is it dangerous? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? Yes. yes. Scary. <laughs> but that, thank you, Alexander, for saying that over. Uh, overall, yeah, so that's what we talked about. Lots, to, So much we'll find out as this continues with the HBO Max uh, information, so stay tuned. Uh, we're not going anywhere live. We've got lots more to talk about, including Spider-Man 3, uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and we're going to be taking your comments, questions, so stay tuned. Uh, but for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, after the fact, you missed the whole show. I cut it down uh, because of the YouTube algorithm. Uh, we're checking out here for our pre-taped. Uh, don't go anywhere if you're watching us live. You can always catch us Tuesdays here, 9 p.m., uh, and you can always catch me on Wednesdays over on Jody's Corner, so so be sure to subscribe to Jody's Corner if you haven't already. His link is do in the description. That, uh, and then catch back here on Thursday for Nerd Wars. Uh, all you watching the playback, thanks so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe. Tune in later. Thanks, we'll everybody. see you there. Bye. Deuces. Hey, everybody. We are back here on Change Our Minds. Uh, for those of you uh, who are watching I, live, thank I, you for sticking with us. Uh, your couch is itching you. What? 
my crabs are starting to itch. Now I'm just playing. I got to go take a leak. <laughs> can I go take a leak? Oh, do you? <laughs> I can take a piss real quick. Yeah, go take back. a leak. Yeah. I will answer some comments as you go take a leak. All right, let me go to my, all right, my go wife. Ahead. I'm gonna take a leak. <laughs> go take a leak as Jody goes and takes a leak. Uh, all right, we are here. What's up, everybody? Uh, very scary time for theaters. It's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I see. I want to see some of your numbers. Hold on. What happened here? I lost some of the comments. Send them on over again. Uh, I want to see some of your, your predicaments, predict, predict, predictions on what you think the Snyder uh, Cut subscribers will actually be. Uh, yeah, thank you. And hit the like button. Woohoo! Yeah, we got a lot of viewers new tuning in. Thank you, guys. Uh, when are you going to be back on PKA? Oh, yeah, P they were great guests. I'm sure they'd have you back. Yeah, I should reach out to them. Uh, the P PKA. Uh, go request it. Tell them to come back. I will happily come back. Uh, that was fun. It's long, but it was fun. Uh, yeah, so uh, I see some of you saying, I'm just curious, 58, 55K, uh, 75K from Christian. Tyree says 550K. Yash thinks 60,000. Uh, Joe says 85,000. Bunda thinks a million. Yash said 500,000. Uh, Keo, 700,000. So, yeah, I mean, Bunda's hitting the high mark of a hundred of a million uh, Snyder Cut subscribers. Woo, a million, no, but uh, most of you are sort of hitting in that fifty to two hundred thousand range. Seems to be where we're at. All right, Jody's back. <laughs> uh, here he is. Okay. All right, let's. So I want to talk. Let's go jump to Spider Man. You ready? All right, hold on. I'm going to read. Uh, Ooh, not all streaming man. services are international. That's true, Maxi. Uh, and well, the biggest problem actually before I do that, to one last touch upon on the uh, uh, previous conversation, they're not on Amazon devices. They're also not on uh, Roku devices. And I have a Roku TV in my bedroom, and I can't watch HBO Max, and my girl is pissed because yeah, she's re-watching Sex in the City while I tape these shows, and she can't uh, up there anymore. And so I can't get an HBO Go, and now I've now been gone, removed, and you can't watch HBO on a Roku or an Amazon device. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, so so Amazon and uh, HBO Max are like currently really serious negotiations because – they want to get more money, um, and you know, uh, Amazon or Hulu, uh, what's his name, Kalar, sort of Jason Kalar, the head of Warner Media, is like, you got to get this figured out by Christmas because you're going to be selling devices that you don't have HBO Max on it. The customers want it, so we got to figure out how to do this. So it's a complicated one, uh, but definitely an issue that we will see more of. But the, the fact that you know, international, not only that, the fact that not on all devices is pretty terrible. Uh, Bunda, thank you, Bunda. Now you send over your comments. I'll answer them all. Uh, Bunda, thank you, man. HBO Bunda. Max goes international in 2021. I would think it would be before Snyder Cut's release. So yeah, from now till the end of Snyder Cut, a million. Uh, well, you're just saying a million HBO subscribers. I'm saying how many strictly there because of the Snyder Cut. It's like they yeah, already have a million subscribers, but you're saying they're gonna have another million. Just that's crazy. Uh, Jermaine King, popcorn up in the air. Popcorn in the air. I like that. Put the, I got to get some popcorn up kernels. In popcorn. popcorn in the air. <laughs> I can fly twice as high. Yeah, get a Chrome stick. Popcorn. You're right. Yeah, your Chromecast stick or an Apple TV. They're expensive, the Apple TVs. But, yeah, you can do it. I have a smart TV. It's just it's a Roku TV because I got it on the Black Friday deal at Walmart because I was trying to be cheap. But it's big. But it's cheap. it was cheap. I don't, I don't need 4K. I'm not, I'm not a Jody. Uh, all right, let's talk about Spidey. My Spidey senses are tingling. Here we go. Let me restart this. Spider Man. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. Spider Man.
We are back live on Change Our Minds. If you didn't catch the live show, catch it every Tuesday at 9 p.m. I'm here with Jody. He's in his game room. Hello. He's got the green screen up. What's up, y'all? But I don't know how to key it yet, so it's stuck there. Uh, but we are here, and uh, we've been talking about uh, a lot of fun stuff, but I want to talk about Spider-Man 3. Have you heard about this new Spider-Man 3 title, and it's rumored to be? No, you I don't have know not. it, so I, I can reveal it. About this, bro. It's gonna be a live reaction. Live I reaction. React live to Jody. Here we go. The Spider-Man Three rumored wait, wait, title. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, what is the, what is is this rumored or is this like rumored for sure? Rumored. I mean, comic rumored. book right. movies. You know, legit places are saying it's you know. Who, apparently, right, 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 appara- right. where this came from. I'll give you the backstory. Apparently, like the composer or somebody, somebody like in the crew accidentally put it on his like web website. As like uh-huh. I worked on a movie, and so it could have been a working title. It could be false, or it was sort of the title that he wasn't supposed to admit, and it's now been removed. So okay. it's like, it's not like it's, it's right, we go. got this covered, did right, it? Like there's it? a little bit of a story behind it. So, but again, they could change it. It's not confirmed, but uh, the rumored title is not Homecoming, is where we started, and then Far from Home, and the rumor is they'll end on Homesick. Trash. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I don't usually like ruining, um, uh, you know, spoiler stuff, but man, I, I want to ruin this one because it's if that's true, it's terrible. Homesick? That's, that's awful. There's no way it could be that. And my biggest problem no with homesick implies that he's like no away from home again because he's missing home. That's what homesick to me means. Unless he's, I guess, homesick, that would be weird. Uh, what but, is it with home and Spider-Man? That's when their, did Spider-Man and home become synonymous like that? They sort of did too. And now they like are making it a thing, and I think it's a huge mistake. Uh, Homecoming oh wasn't a great God. one to me. Far From Home was a dumb one, too. These are like the most boring titles ever. And Homesick is awful. And I have a big problem I was saying on Twitter. I, t- I tweeted about this, and pe- thank you guys for sharing that. I a big <laughs> tweet, I know her. Hey, y'all got but, the, uh, the chat is mad right now at that sheet. There's no way this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, Let's trash. Pretend this is real. Pretend. Let's pretend. Well, I was going to say, the reason it's trash, and I'll, get to, I'll read some of your comments, so send them over. Uh, and I also want your pitches for what would be a better title, Jody and, and people watching. Um, yeah. <laughs> send them over. I will read them in a second. But my biggest problem with this, I'm going to go to my, co- my close-up. My bigger problem is, like, I want Spider-Man swinging around New York. I want him back home, like, doing it in the cities, you know, around. Like, I'm so sick of him being out of town, like, not doing the what the Spidey we know of swinging through the big buildings. Like, the last right, few minutes right. of ho- Far From Home were, to me, were, like, the best moments because we finally got a taste of, like, him swimming through the city and then J. Jonah Jameson on the TV. And I was like, finally! We're, like, we're seeing some Spidey that we know and love, but, like, in the Marvel world. And uh, I don't get it. Homesick? What does that imply? Like, he's going to be missing home and can't go back home, so he's going to have to go on the run to other cities? Come on! No! That's just frustrating. I don't like the end. I didn't like. I loved the reveal of J. Jonah Jameson. I loved that when they were swinging through with Mary Jane. But I didn't like the reveal of oh, it's Peter Parker. I thought it was too soon and sort of immediately right. put the stakes up. And I was like, well, now what? Oh man. So I'm I'm worried. We'll see. And then the other rumor, Jody, uh, is that it's Craven is going to be the villain, and that there apparently there's I, this could be completely false, but. I've seen it a couple places. Uh, it might have been we got this covered. So, uh, but I, it's a Joel Kinnaman is who they're sort of pitching. They want a Joel Kinnaman type, who is RoboCop and he was uh, Rick. What's his name? Rick Flag. What's his name in Suicide Squad? Uh, but uh, I'm not a fan of Joel Kinnaman. I've never been a fan. He seems like a fine guy, but not the best actor. And for your big Spider-Man villain, that's the best we can get. Come on, Marvel, Sony, you can do better than Joel Kinnaman. 
He's fine. Who is, who, what, what has he played in? Who was that? He was the main guy in Suicide Squad. He's like the cap team. What's his name? Flag. Cap the the main guy who like this is Katana. This She's is Katana. got my back. She's with swords, victims. That that's Joel Kinnaman. Robo-Cop. He delivered that line. Robocop, etc. Uh, altered car- carbon. Uh, he just is a yeah, very no. flat. He plays the same role in everything. I, I, he's okay. But he's not like a leading man to me. He's like a perfect TV lead. I, I don't know how he's been getting so many big roles. But for him to play Craven, no. No, 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 no. Uh, so that's and then uh, that's that's the rumor. So what do you what do you think of this, Jody? Uh, and I'm gonna get some we had some suggestions, but Jody, what do you think? I wanna get your thoughts before I read some of these comments. Spider Man Homesick is a terrible title, but to be honest with you, that fits with exactly what Disney has done with Spider Man. They have I don't even. I'm not even a Spider-Man fan, but I respect the the web slinger. I respect him. I understand him. Uh, the titles, Far From Home, A Homecoming. They. This is a company that Disney. Disney will forever hold this L that they have ruined Spider-Man. They made him too young. They made him not have spider senses, and they made him have spider senses later on. They made him afraid of heights. They didn't give epic swings in the buildings. Spider-Man without those epic swings is like Superman without flying around and shit. It's ridiculous. And not to mention Homecoming was a mediocre film. And Far From Home was saved. It was good, thanks to Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. But he was still very much a punk. He's still a little brat, a little kid. He's not Spider-Man to me. He is the worst Spider-Man to ever put that costume on. I got Andrew Garfield over him. And Homesick makes perfect sense to fit with the trash trilogy that that Spider-Man trilogy is going to pan out to be. But, personally, just call it Spider-Man Home. Freak it. Spider-Man Home. Homecoming, far from home, now you home. I'm home. That's so bad. No, sorry. That's a terrible pitch, Jody. It deserves it. That's what I'm saying. Make it home. Yeah, I don't know. It's all about uh, home, right? Home. All right, well, let's see. We had a couple people uh, pitching some titles. Uh, Bunda, back, bro. Bunda wanted to do Spider-Man Home Depot. He's working construction. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, what's happening? Why are all these super? Sorry, all these super chats coming in late. Uh, we got all those. Uh, there was another one came in from. Uh, sorry, uh, Alexander. Spider-Man Home Alone. Okay. Home at last. Home Alone. They could do that. Uh, Tony, I heard it's home. I heard it's home run. But both are trash. Homesick. I'd go with Home Goods. Spider Man and MJ shop for their new apartment in New York. LMA. I love you guys. Uh, homeless. Homeless. <laughs> That's what I was going to pitch. Uh, I, honestly, I like Home Run better if I'm going to pick one. <laughs> you seem trash too, Andy. You I, can't use nothing with home in it. Home Run. I like Home Run Spider-Man better for some weird run. reason. But I, I don't want a home. Homeschooling. <laughs> oh man home for good I, home wrecker homebound homebound these Bring home at home, last that shit is dumb war at home it's dumb just call it spider-man 3 spider-man Great. homeboy spider-man hummy <laughs> oh man the wild uh, hunt someone keeps pitching that uh, uh Gerard Butler as Craven. <laughs> That's a good. That is an inspired casting choice. I'm for. I'm all for that. I like that title. Close six one seven. Spider Man, bring Raimi back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like King King Waspinator. Spider Man oh, three. Chilling with my homies. <laughs> oh man. 
Oh uh, my god, that's terrible, from, bro. Uh, who was it? Home. Uh, yeah, these are these are bad. Uh, sorry, it's the so bad. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Even sorry, no, the dog ate my homework. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Spider-Man homework. It might be homework. homework. They might they might do homework. Spider-Man homework. What about Home Alone? You don't like Home Alone? I don't think they would use Home Alone because you know the franchise and all. Yeah, these are sorry. Even all your pitches are pretty bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you got one, send it over. It's using that home sheet is so far from home is a dumb name. It's a very dumb Homecoming name. Who would you cast name. as Craven? Because I Kinnaman's bad. Jose, thank you, Jose, for saying that uh, over. Jose Craven. is asking. Uh, Joe Magniello. Ooh, interesting. I, people keep pitching Gerard Butler, and I'm totally down for that. Gerard Butler could play Gerard an awesome. Yes. Could play an awesome yes, older. Like yep. fra- he could totally pull it off. He could play yeah, like Russia. Yeah. I think they wanted to be Russian. Oh, but we forgot. We forgot. This is Disney now. We got to be careful. We got to make sure that we something that the kids would want to be. Too oh, I thought you were gonna of. say it's Disney, so he's got to be uh, not white. <laughs> <laughs> oh that yeah, too, right. Or that. Yeah, they yeah. That's some some diversity to. or something, or or they'll make right. a, make so, uh, Craven uh, a woman. Uh, there'll be something. I, I don't. I don't listen. Listen to me. I do not want to see house I, guests. About it. No, it's I don't. I don't want to see Craven. I don't want Craven. Home front. Home front's not bad, David Sony. March. Sorry to interrupt. Home front's not home bad. Front? Like, oh, it's, yeah, all right, we gotta now we because to me we gotta do one at home. Like I, you're you're right in your instinct to call it home because it's like all right, it's time to do it in New York City. Like let's see him at mm-hmm. home in the in the whatever uh, Brooklyn whatever. Or he's from the not Brooklyn. He's from um, uh, the, is he Brooklyn? Yeah, he's Brooklyn. But my point is, I want to see him there in the city, like to, to uh, Queens. Queens, that's right. But back to his roots. Like, I, I want to see a Spider-Man kid running around the, the streets of New York uh, trying to solve the problem. Aunt May's house, et cetera, like, do that. They did a little bit of that in Homecoming, but they never really did the city. We were stuck in school, and then they went off to France for the second one. It's time to, like, l- let them loose in the city. But Gerard Butler would be I, – I, I, that's the one I like. Uh, Luke Evans, people are pitching. Not a bad idea. Um, uh, yeah, what did you, any, Russell Crowe. I mean, he's – He's he's a little nah. uh, thick right now. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of he's, he's kind of meaty. You have to be a little. You have to lose some meat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I do I'll like meet. I I'll like meet. him. He would be great. Queens, yes. Yeah, sorry, it was Queens. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there we go. I, I say home front. So it's like back. You know, we got to be back on the home front. We got to. He's got the or war at home. That could be fun. It's not really a phrase. home is where the heart is. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, this is silly. <laughs> Can you believe? This is just silly. We have to figure out a way to call it something home. What a stupid. Yeah, it's silly. Where did this silliness come from? This is some Disney shit, bro. What is that? <laughs> it's Unbelievable, Sony. man. It's Sony. I, look, right? or I guess Disney. Yeah, it would have been Disney then at that at that point. It was Kevin Feige I, I want, approved. I want Sony to do Craven. So I'll wait for when his rights revert back to Sony. Then I want. I want a Sony Craven. I don't want a Disney Craven. That's what I do not want. So what about let's Matt? make the villain. Let's make we... the villain Scorpion, like they teased in. Was that Homecoming? Yeah. At the end. Where's of... Scorpion at? Bring Scorpion. Throw us a rhino or something if you want. Let's make it classic. You know, you gave us Mysterio already, so. You know. What do you think? Of I don't Mel... think he's ready for a Goblin. What do you think of Mel Gibson as Craven? He's too old. He looks like a Craven right now, but he's just too old. Craven is a savage. He can fight. He's fast. He's strong. Sean Bean, he's if like you lose. Yeah, Sean Bean. Again, old. But they're close. Uh, yeah. 
Gerard Butler's like getting old too. Like he makes the, in the Fallen movies, they sort of make the point of that he's like too old to do the job. Uh, so it's a good question. I like it, but a younger Butler could have pulled it off. We'll see. Um, Look at this guy in the chat. Josh says, "I'm just joking," but Spider-Man: King of Queens. That's one of the better ones we've heard. Cause <laughs> they know home in that shit. King of Queens. Yeah. Why? Why are they stuck with home? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to clip this for YouTube, so we'll continue to keep talking here live. If you miss this live, tune us in every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Tell us your best home title down below in the comments, uh, or do you like ones of the ones we said? And who should play Craven? Do you want Craven to be in it? I want to hear all your thoughts. Thanks so much for watching. If you want to watch the full show, you can always check us out on iTunes, Spotify. It eventually gets loaded up there. Uh, or you can become a member today. All these clips always go up. Spider-Man, right all grown uh, up. Live. There we go. All grown up. All grown up, but that's not home. You didn't yeah, know. I want that on record. I, homeschooled? Home. Spider-Man all grown up. Spider-Man homeschooled. Oh, you want to get that Dante? Why aren't they showing up? Dante, my man. That's how we end a video. I don't know why I can't get it to show up on the stream. Oh, because it's through. No, it should still show up here. But Dante, my man, thank you for dropping that big super chat. I'm tired of Kid Spider-Man. Tom Holland has to go. I'm sure this third movie won't do any justice. Spider-Man 3 for the watch. For the watch. Get him out of here, bro. Yes, Dante. You got to. No, Dante, come on. You At least give him one last ending. Tom Holland gets one more, let him go, and then let him go. Uh, but uh, I don't want to see him go yet. I want to see. Uh, I want to see him. I want to see it happen. Uh, Goodbye. So bring it on, Sony. Dante, you're right on point with that. I love where your head is at because we are here, my brother. A Spider-Man senseless, afraid of heights, non-web-slinging child, where Iron Man comes and be daddy with no Uncle Ben and takes over his films. That ain't Spider-Man, my dude. That ain't Spider-Man. Well. Uh, Thank you, Dante. We're going to talk about you a little bit more as we continue live, but let me wrap this up for YouTube. Go check out Jody's Corner, as always. I'll be over there on Wednesday. Uh, Subscribe. Watch the other content. Tell us your home suggestions down below. Uh, Those of you watching live, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Here we go, guys. We're still live. Don't go. I'm just putting this back up. Dante for the win. Thank you so much, Dante, for dropping that. That was not, I'm sorry. I got to figure out why my alerts aren't working. They're all backed up. They're all wrong. Gotta refresh them. Uh, it's weird. I'm in the Streamlabs. It's all being, yeah, some of them are just keep re- repeating. I cannot figure out what's going on. Anyway, I'll try to my best to figure that out. But thank you, Dante, for stepping up and sending that over, supporting the stream, supporting uh, Jody and I. I love it. Uh, so grateful for your support, Dante. Uh, and, yeah, you, uh, you're you wrong, though. <laughs> uh, Tom Holland's not bad. He's, 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 he's pretty good. Tony Courant. Thank you, Tony. Home are the oddest. Homer? The oddest? Home are the oddest? Homer the oddest. Sorry, Tony. I didn't understand, but thank you for the support. And then Surge, Team Sus. Surge, Sus King, Surge. Surge, Sus Gang, bro. Uh, Spider-Man going home to Sony after three. Going home is not terrible. Yeah. Actually, he made it as a joke. It's all bad, so freak it. It's, it's the least of the worst. You know what I'm <laughs> it's saying? the least oh, of the yeah. worst. Uh, I it. think home front is still where I'm leaning. David March for the home win front? with home front. Because it brings it back yeah. home. We got homecoming. We got far from home. And now it's like home front. Spider-Man, it's still. It's all right, I'm going to put two titles out there. Spider-Man, 
All Grown Up or Spider-Man Homestand? Or No Place Like Home. There's No Place Like Home. Jeez. That might that might work. That might that might that sounds very magical. J. Right a couple other people suggested earlier, but no yeah. No place like home. Spider-Man, no place like home. It's too long, but he spent all his time getting away from home. Yeah, you know, you know home what I mean. Like, from saying. <laughs> weird, bro. It is weird. weird. Uh, Myra, weird. thank you, Myra. Uh, in OG comic, Spider-Man was high. Was <laughs> that was high? Uh, was a high school student. Yes, exactly, Myra. Yeah. Thank you. So it's nice to have yes. that and not, you know, the, in the ones. In the OG comments, Spider-Man was a high school student who also fought a grown man who shipped on dock from Africa named Craven the Hunter, and they were getting down. That little kid, Peter Parker, was a grown man in a teenage body doing grown man shit. Let's, let's add it all in there. He wasn't no child. He might have been in high school, but wasn't nothing childish about him. This motherfucker is a child. Yeah, I don't have When he was trapped under that rock, he was like, help me. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, oh my man, God. Tom Holland hate is legit. <laughs> Give me Andrew. Freaking Toby is the king. Andrew over him easily. Just off the spider swings and the costume alone, Andrew Garfield takes it. And his freaking, his look was, was dope. And he had, the, he had the quips. He talked like Spider-Man. He had the little one-liners, little jokes here and there. He, he 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 embodied the character. Tom, Tom Holland, he's not he's not embodying Spider Man. He doesn't even say funny things. Or quick, he's short. He's ah oh man, I just don't like him, bro. I gave him a. I, I I was really on board. Civil War was his best, and that was when he first showed up with the Russo brothers, bro. Like he's the best in Russo brothers movies than his own solo movies. That's weird. He's better at cameos than he is in his own film. So I don't know, man. That's just me. I'm never gonna move off of that. Like Tom Holland, I'm. I just. I'm done with him. I'm just cool with that. Yeah, I don't Spider-Man. support that. I'm. I, I do enjoy him. I think it's something different. Uh, and I. I so I like that oh, about please. it. So and I. All he's right. got fans. He's got a lot of fans. So he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, he, he's got a lot of fans. I wanted to read. Sorry, and I'm trying to. For some reason, the Streamlab dashboard's being a super bitch. Uh, just so I can't. <laughs> It won't Hometown give me an answer. Hero. All right, so Tony Tony Carranza was the Odyssey bro type. Oh, okay, Homer the Odyssey. Spider-Man Homer the Odyssey. I would like to see uh, someone do the Odyssey. Uh, and then we had a couple other ones. Sorry, uh, Hosea, homegrown, because he's, you know, smoking a little bit of the... Say it again. Homegrown. Say it again, Bobo. And then we he had... has zero epic moments as Spider-Man. Double uh, A, Spider-Man hometown hero. Ooh. That's classic. That's not bad. Uh, Brandon Bobo, yeah. Uh, Tom Holland has zero epic moments as Spider-Man. He, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's fair. <laughs> trying to think of what. Yeah, nothing epic. I mean, I, it's on a, the epic moment was Civil War. That was, to me, the best Spider-Man scene. Well, you know, I'm talking about as a spy, in a Spider-Man movie. Correct. Yeah, no, I, I can't think of War. any. I can't think of anything He's besides. Uh, in Infinity War, he had some stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? You know. Toby, sure. Toby looked like a skinny Peter Griffin. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, you guys, uh, thank you. I'm saying these over. All right, I want, I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah, Bel Air. 
Here we talk. There once was a kid. What is this? This is a story all about how a viral YouTube trailer is becoming a hot TV series. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, so that's what it is. So a TV series is coming from it. Yes. So a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air drama reboot is now in the works. So for you that don't oh. remember, there was a Bel-Air trailer uh, that was um, created, like, as a drama. Like, what if what if Fresh Prince was a drama and, like, Uncle Phil was – why is this here? Go away. Uh, was, like, you know – I guess he was a jerk on the show a bit, too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's done like a gritty – drama like what if he actually went out and did it it was i, I actually liked it same i they actually, actually liked it. ran with this idea and it's got a show so yeah so the reality oh, jody didn't know uh that's why we're talking about it tonight not just because uh so this viral trailer that was a while back that people were talking about is now getting a bidding war with all the streaming services based on morgan cooper's viral youtube tra- trailer uh, this update from Will Smith, Benny Medina, and Quincy Jones is currently being shopped to Power HBO Max, Peacock, and Netflix, among others. So this is actually now potentially going to happen. Apparently, sources tell Hollywood Reporter that the new Bel Air has been in the works for more than a year after the four-minute clip went viral uh, and caught Smith's attention. For those who don't know, Smith Will Smith saw it and like did a whole video about it and, and liked it. Cooper, a Fresh Prince superfan, created and directed the trailer that reimagined the series as if it were a drama. He will co-write the script, direct, and be credited as a co-EP. I mean, first of all, good for Man Morgan, dude. Yeah. That is that is the grind. He pulled it, it off. Win. And that is a that is such a unlikely win to ever happen, but good on him, man. So the drama is being uh, currently shopped to all the streamers uh, and a co-production between Will Smith's Westbrook uh, and the original producers Universal TV. And so that Peacock, Netflix, and HBO Max are all bidding on the potential series. HBO Max currently has Fresh Prince uh, as the home, like the original show. So this is an hour-long dramatic retelling of the beloved 90s sitcom that leans on the original premise of Will's complicated journey from the streets of West Philadelphia to the gated mansions of Bel Air. With a reimagined vision, Bel Air will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotions, and biases of what it means to be a black man in America today while still delivering the swagger and fun nods to the original show. Original series producers Quincy Jones are all blah, 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 blah. So, look, <sighs> reboots clearly are, are the thing to do, but I think this is dumb. This ain't it. I think this is dumb this because it's it. like, just do a new show or do like a se- – I always wanted to see this, this. I wanted to see the reverse refer- – I always want to see a reverse pr- Fresh Prince. I wanted to see a version where Fresh Prince sends – Yeah, Fresh Prince uh, Will Smith sends Jaden to Philadelphia. <laughs> like deal with the non-hollywood gossip uh that would have been more but that's my point is like come up with something different like come Here's up with something new make a new show like. the reverse it should be like a preppy guy like carlton going to the hood family yeah that's what i'm saying but you know it just makes it be funny if it's Jaden because Jaden's uh, okay. as spoiled as it gets right but yeah exactly throwing someone like from the rich bel-air uh you know black kid suddenly now he's got to go back to like the, the gangs and deal with it in a, in a poor neighborhood or loses all the wealth the reverse would have been interesting. You do a new show, you call it something else. Uh, that I would have maybe been on board. But this idea of doing a dramatic retelling with nods to the original, what does that mean? They're going to like be doing the serious <laughs> drama, and then they're going to like have uh-huh. Tyra Banks walk in and make like a, yo, yo, yo. Oh, like, what are they going to do to like do like spin? And, uh, so you're going to like watch the drama and go, oh, wait, I remember that funny part from the show. Oh, that's so cool. Like, how is that going to help the drama to do little nods to? Fresh Prince, right? Isn't that going to be really weird tonally? Dun, 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 this dun, dun. Is a absolute. Go ahead. 
Marcos. Oh my gosh, Marcos. All right, dude, thank you for that donation. I can't you, see it, but shout he out said, to you, Marcos. He just dropped a Purple Rain $50 donation. Bam! Oh, he wants yeah, us to change uh, his mind. Now. Predator 2 <laughs> is better than Predator. All uh, right, we, can do that we are going to do that. Let's, let's, talk, well, let's keep talking Bel Air, and then I'm going to go straight to you, Marcos. Thank you for sending <laughs> oh, that over. You crazy, nigga. Marcos, you crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. Predator 2 is better. I, I'm going to handle that, Marcos. So don't worry, Marcos. We are coming to get you. But before we do that, how, why would you do this? Why would you make a show that's keeping it dramatic and then having nods to the original? Like, Wouldn't that be distracting tonally, Jody? This is awful, bro. The Fresh Prince is a icon. You do not do that. I, I was so shocked about how that tra that trailer I saw a year ago is a show being shopped. And then when I'm starting to think process, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. They're doing the Fresh Prince thing? No! You can't touch that show! Especially, rest in peace to James Avery. No. By no... This and the description of... It sounds trash. It's not going to ever live up to the original. In fact, yeah. it's going to make the original look so much better, but it'll bring it down, I feel. Yep. This is a terrible idea bringing the Fresh Prince back, trying to make it a, a SJW show. Basically, black man in struggle, uh, but he's still keeping it fresh. How? How's that tone going to work? Tonally, how does that work? You're cracking comedy being fresh and that dark and sinister shit that I saw from the trailer. No, 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 no. This is a terrible idea. I like the fact that a man could make a trailer and get a come up and get and make it to fame. That's the best part of this yes, story. Yes, yes. Freak the rest. Look, I, I, I total respect to Morgan. Good on you, man. This is what we all, every creator is striving to do is put something out there, have a cool idea. Uh, he's, he's like, he, this. now look, he could be like Ryan Coogler reinventing Rocky, right? Maybe. Let's give him, like, the, the, who knows? Uh, as Dante just sent over, I got six black infinity stones to snap this idea away. But I'll be patient and see how this goes. So he's at least going to hear it out. Uh, Good luck finding a Jeffrey that's charismatic like him. You can find a Hillary. You can find a Ashley. Good luck finding a Carlton. Good luck finding good luck finding an Uncle Phil. Oh my God! Good can luck you imagine a, a Will Smith? Can you imagine serious Carlton? That is going to be the most annoying character in the history of TV. Because what made Carlton like you could deal He's with it? Want to be the SJW? Yeah, He's well, Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro like brought like a sweet comedy to it. Like you're like, oh, I feel yeah. like. But to have just the yeah. stuck-up nerd who's always like, I'm better than you, Will. Like, oh, my God, you're going to want to punch his face. There's going to be nothing likable about this guy if that's how they do it. I, I, I don't you shouldn't understand talk about women like that. You shouldn't talk about hip-hop. You shouldn't rap. That's inappropriate. He's going to be the wokest character in that show. Miss <laughs> me. Oh, me. man. Yeah, look, it works as sort of a fun one-off. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Or maybe, like, you do a feature. Maybe you do, like, a feature for HBO Max where you're like, all right, here's the Bel Air, like, TV movie. What would happen if you actually did it? You know, like, all right, fine. Do it that way. But a whole show? Really? I don't know, man. An hour long. An hour long. An hour. All right. I, I'm sorry. I don't see that. I'm not there. I can't. And I feel like I have a creative mind. I think I'm running dry. This shit is a terrible idea, bro. It's terrible. It's like trying to redo Family Matters. Why well, didn't you? Like, you live, you know, you've make it clear you don't live in Bel Air. Uh, you know, yeah. is if someone's coming from the streets and then moving to Bel Air, I've I'm probably I've lived closer to, to Bel Air than I guess you have, so I can speak of like yes, you have. It's gonna be my point is like, I don't know. It's like, is that really gonna be interesting as a drama? 
Like it, I, there were conflicts in Will. It could no. It could be. It could be. It's just all of the elements that go with it. It's trying to be Fresh Prince ish, and that's the problem. Because I mean, there were. What there... you gonna do? You gonna do dark skin Viv or light skin Viv? That's another question. <laughs> Which one are you gonna? Which one? You know what I'm saying? Oh you, man, you're right. You it's a big choice. Well, what did they do in the trailer? I haven't, I haven't watched in a while, but I'm sure they made that choice in the trailer. But you got to go dark skin at this point, right? It's, uh, you can't. Yes, that's. You got to go that's the, the original. That's the best one. That's the one. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. This is a bad. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Bad. People got excited Not by that trailer, look. and I'm. I'm <sighs> yeah. Uh, commenters uh, are, are not I'm on board. To, I just can't. I can't see it. I'm yeah, to see it. take I'm, away the. I don't want it. As Chaos Kills just said, take away all the lighthearted comedy from the original. I'm not sure I want to watch it. Right. It's like you take that away, and you have a depressing drama, but then it's gonna feel silly because you're like doing nods to the Fresh Prince. Like, make a just good drama. Just having on this. Reboots about reboots, right? This is an L on my part. This is the type of reboot we don't want. <laughs> exactly. We don't want this kind of re reboot Fresh Prince to make it dark and woke. Uh, uh, check, please. No, sir. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not leaving. No tips. I'm gone. No. Look, no, no, I like no. Will Smith. I will not be. I like Will Smith. I'm good on Morgan Cooper. They probably There was a lot of interest. I'm sure the streamer's like, why aren't you actually doing it? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. We'll buy it. I mean, business decision, I guess. There's interest. Will Smith's like, all right, fine. The audience, four million people watch the trailer. They like the trailer. Hey, let's see where we can take this. Maybe we'll all be surprised. This, this makes a lot of sense, Andy. This is smart. It, I've never heard of a news article unleashing, oh, it's being shopped around for someone to buy it. They're trying to get this picked up because motherfuckers ain't going to pick this up. Netflix, Amazon, hey, someone could pick it up. Hey, hey, hey. Usually, we get this news once the deal goes down. Greenlit, Netflix picks up a, spin, a Fresh Prince spinoff. Greenlit, HBO Max picks up. Now they're saying, oh, it's going to be adapted, and it's up for grabs for streamers to buy. Man, this is nothing but a freaking marketing campaign. Anybody going to buy this shit? Whoever buys this is taking an L and is making their streaming platform look bad, to be honest with you, bro. So HBO Max, stay clear. Netflix, stay clear. Hulu might buy this shit. Go ahead, Hulu. You can have that shit. <laughs> Let Hulu have that shit. Here, I, I, I don't want to play it, but here, so Bel Air, a film by Morgan Uh They do that. You're right. They do that a lot to sort of put it out there and sort of ex see if the interest yeah. is good. But is that, is that, uh, is that the mom? Is that the Viv? Let me see. I love this dark, bit. like, parents don't just understand throne. Uh, there's Uncle Phil. So this had both the moms, and it was like a uh, 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 a us situation. Uh, Jordan Peele's Us. They were doing that 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 back and forth about there being light and the dark and Viv. Yep. They uh, can't do that in the show. <laughs> uh, I can't get this. anyway. I I, I don't know where. Uh... This was good, just as the trailer. This is a great artistic. Different take that works in in three minutes and thirty seven seconds. It's beautiful. Trying to make a show out of this is yeah. Is it's a, I, I agree. It was like oh that was cool. It was a clever concept. But do I want to yeah. watch this character for an hour every episode for a whole season of television? Once once it wears off, no. <laughs> once the nostalgia wears off, and this idea that uh you know oh no but don't worry what did they say there's gonna be nods to the Fresh Prince. Ah <laughs> uh, no. While still dis delivering the swagger and fun nods 
to the original, you know, because it's a show that's going to tackle the conflicts, emotions, and bias of what it means to be a black man in America. But, you know, still deliver that swagger, Jody, and all the fun <laughs> nods of the original, you right. know, while still... Just like the Me Too movement, Andy, with women and men suck, this is Black Lives Matter, and I predicted this wave was going to hit where we're going to see more black faces and black projects being Greenlight. As a black man, I like to see people getting their money and let us be listened to. But as a pop culture lover, I'm against trash like this, bro. So we really, it's not about just giving it to the blacks. Make sure we give it to the blacks, but it actually makes sense in its quality. You know, a Fresh Prince remake, dark spinoff, reboot. This ain't it, Chief. Well, is there any version of a Fresh Prince reboot you would have accepted? Like, would you have Will Smith say, you know what, we're just doing another one? Yeah, I would take, I would take, uh, I would take the opposite. You know, uh, Carlton from Bel Air, Elseworld. Goes uh, to the city. Gets, goes to the city of the hood. And that way you have all new characters. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You have all new characters, a totally different story. But or you have Will's, but you it. have Will's character, you have Will Smith in it, his son's character, you know, you don't have to be Jaden, but Will's grown up now, he lives in the Bel Air, and his son is a spoiled brat. So you send him back to the city, back to Philadelphia to learn the ways. It could even be a comedy. I'll see doing that. My point is, like, you could have done it as Will. a continuation of, like, all right, well, let's just reverse, let's reverse Fresh Prince it. And, we'll, and that way you get a Will Smith cameo, you can do the connection, but then he sends it off, and then it's really focused on this the new well, family. Maybe, but then it just justifies, like, sort of a doing a new comedy. It's the reverse version. Uh, I don't know. I, I, there's, I, I would have been more interested, but I still would have hated that. <laughs> still wouldn't have liked that one either. We can't not oh, stop doing Oh, send him to Ashtray. Send him back to Philly with Ashtray, played by Don Cheadle. Remember, it was an episode of Fresh Prince where Ashtray, his buddy from Philly, came to visit him in That's Bel Air. Right. He brought a real Philly cheese. And his name was Ashtray. He was played by Don Cheadle. Yeah. So have it be an old Don Cheadle. Yeah, Will. Send him my way. I'll oh, take I'd good watch, care of him. Yeah, or as I say, I'd, I'd watch Don Cheadle be like the guy he gets to, has to live with. Uh, Don Cheadle was also in the Golden Girls, the Golden Palace, which is so – it was a, a – spinoff of the golden girls because b arthur didn't want to do it anymore so they owned a hotel and the idea was like well let's put the other three golden girls in hotel oh my god but I never they'll have that. a black uh owner who helps them and it was don Cheadle, and it was such a weird show oh, but it was actually oh. there's an episode where they like try to cure racism because like uh what's it rose uh what's her name Rue mcclanahan is like i want my confederate flag in the lobby and Don, she was like, I'm going to quit if you put that in the lobby. And he has to, like, spend the whole episode explaining to her why. And it's, like, actually a pretty touching episode. I saw it going, like, viral during Black Lives Matter. Of, like, see, the Golden Girls tried to solve, you know, race issues back in the early 90s. Uh, and it's, like, you know, you could tell, like, uh, what's her name? Rumble Kennedy's like, I'm not a, I'm not a racist. I don't, this is just what I grew up with. This is comforting me. I, I didn't mean it like anything like that. And then they have this big toe-to-toe. -to -toe, and Don Sheila explains why it hurts. And she's like, well, if it hurts you that much, I don't – Wanted to be here, and I'm so sorry I did that to you. And like they hug it out, and it's actually a pretty sweet scene where you see the like completely different worlds trying to, you know, have the dialogue and converse. Uh, but anyway, it was just funny because Don Cheadle has been around. Uh, there's a lot of TV he did back in the day. But go look up the right. Golden Palace Confederate Flag episode with Don oh, Cheadle. God. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty. The actually ending great. of that show was so bad. Like it was so forced. She went and got married to the man, moved away, left the girls behind. That was real sad, man. Golden Girls is a Fire show. Did you hear about who's the boss? No. Do you know? Remember who's the boss? Tony Danza, Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Well, they're rebooting yeah. that one. Alyssa Milano is going to be grown up with her own daughter, and oh, Tony Danza oh, oh, oh. and her are coming back 
to live in the same house, but apparently the mom and the, the oh. son are gone, and they're going to do a reboot, uh, like, a, like a Fuller House version of Who's the Boss continuation. That with, might work. With that an older Tony and an older uh, uh, Alyssa Milano. Uh, that so might work. We'll see. It's like Fuller know. House a little bit. That might work. Correct. They're going like the Fuller House route, so they're trying to sell it out too. Yeah, but yeah, man, yeah, these shows are all in the... But it ain't this. It ain't this. this <laughs> Even that. No. See, I don't like that one, but this, this is worse to you. Well... Uh, all right, well, I'm going to clip this one uh, as well for YouTube, so tell us what you guys think in the comments down below. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be hanging live, talking to the audience, so thanks so much for tuning in. If you watch this live, uh, if you watch this later, check us out every Tuesday, 9 p.m. here, uh, or check out the other videos we upload. Check out Jody's Corner over on YouTube. Go subscribe, and uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Bye! Peace! Predator 2 versus Predator. All right, now, we, now I got to do Predator 2 versus Predator. All right, here, where was it? Before Good we... Luck. What are we doing? Can I yeah. be predator? Please? I don't know how to do what this one. How? Who are the how do we do this, dude? I love you, you man, Marcos. But mind. you dude. gotta change his mind. The predator. <laughs> uh, I'll be the judge. <laughs> it's just it is. not. Is it Danny Glover? It's just not. There it comes again. Okay. Bum 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 bum. Change my mind. Predator 2 change is better than mind. Predator. Predator 2 is better oh, than Oh, okay. Predator. So he doesn't believe it. He wants us to try and change Marcos! it. Marcos! Marcos hit again, baby. No, no. This was... Oh, Marcos! Uh, did he hit again? With the fanny. No, no. Just because I, I just sent it again. Oh, you retriggered it. I, re okay. I replayed it for us. He only sent the one. It's, oh, okay. That's enough. Well, shout out to you, Marcos. Uh, thank you, Marcos. Uh, he sent it through Streamlabs, and I just re reset it because I wanted to show it again. Uh, so, um, Predator 2, come on, dude, how, all right, I guess we got to use the coin, we got to, we got to flip the, the, I don't have my, my thing, all right, heads or tails, I got a book, I'll flip my book, heads or tails, Jody, uh, <laughs> I don't want tail, uh, all right, tails is Predator, heads is Predator, all right, you get heads is Predator, uh, back is, uh, Predator 2. All right, you got Predator. I got to argue Predator, too. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus Thank Christ. God. All right, ready? Uh, just tell me why Predator is better than Predator 2 while I take a moment to gather my thoughts. Sure. Yeah, you're going to need all the time you can. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, game. Predator 2 I give you no time to prep any Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't remember when no, I watched one. Arnold, look, Gary Busey and Danny Glover put like Fox no on else. the map. We're talking about uh, Shane Black, the classic tale of big testosterone buff dudes in the jungle. And a chopper <laughs> in the jungle. But it made it work. The characters was fire. The score. Dum da 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 dum. Dum da 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 Really? You're just gonna you're gonna start your fight by just singing the whole score? <laughs> Mac Mac We're talking about all these amazing characters who come fighting against this invisible predator. Killing people in the jungle, bro. 1987, the graphics were fire. Let alone talking about the Predator itself when he revealed him. Seeing the Predator, bro, the, and the noise, and hearing about the actor who does the voice work for Megatron also did the voice work for Predator. 
And if you hear the story, it's on YouTube about how he came up with the voice of Predator. It's fantastic, bro. And it's amazing. There's so much history and, and pop culture that goes into that film. That is one of the most classic action movies ever made. Not because it was just Arnold Schwarzenegger leading it. It's because it became something bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. It became, I think it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's, one of his, arguably his best movie. Because it was so special. It was clean. It was edited beautifully. There were no moments of boredom. It was tense. It was it was bro, classic 1980s action. Let's freaking bump our chest together. And yeah, it was an SJW and the girl and the, the chapter, the fight between the two, the, the paint. You can't see me learning that weakness. I'm here. Do it. Do it now. Come on. I'm here. The accent, bro, the predator, the blowing up, the chopper, the, the, it, it's just too much. <laughs> they don't get it. Everything gonna be there. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> oh my God, this is the worst. I, I was trying to let you keep going, but there this is, is the worst fighting for predator ever. In here, bro. I am coming. Go ahead, Eddie. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Dante's super chat just showed up. I don't know what. Why are my super chats so off tonight? Uh, we just, we already celebrated that one. Sorry. Uh, you sp- anyway, dude, yeah. Predator Two. We finally get to take him into the city, Los Angeles, in 1997. We got two competing gangs, right? It was like Colombians versus like Jamaicans. Uh, we got Danny Glover, dude. Danny Glover is like coming out of Lethal Weapon. He's like too old for this shit, but he's there. He's ready to throw down against a predator because, you know, Danny Glover can beat a predator. And he's there trying to beat, uh, no disrespect to Danny Glover. Uh, he's trying to, you know, to stop this thing. But then what's so great is we got all this, this awesome like city you know, stalking him through the city, etc. And then we got that amazing ending. Uh, where is it? Her- Mike Harrigan. That's right. We got the amazing ending where he does beat it. And then he's in that trophy room with all the aliens and they show up and they give him the old gun. Because he beats them. They like respect him. They're like, you hear. Even Arnold couldn't get that respect. That scene alone. Plus, you had, like, Gary Busey. Thank you, uh, David March, Ooh. sending over that super chat while Dirty was talking. You got David, uh, Gary Busey, just chewing scenery like nobody better. <laughs> Bill Paxton, dude! Bill Paxton gets beat by, eaten by a predator! <laughs> and you got uh, Morton Downey Jr. Remember him, guys? And, uh, oh. you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. Oh. He he gets to... How many, te- how many teeth he got left, bro? Did he smoke his teeth up back, back then? Probably. Already Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but how to see the predator in the city? Come on, man. Of course that's why. <laughs> the effects are amazing in Predator 2. And then I'll think of all the Jamaican accents. Come on, man. Yeah. All you know, you those Jamaican drug lords in Gary Los Angeles. Is, those of you guys who don't know who Gary Busey is, if you've seen Attack on Titan, you know the Titan that Jaeger turns into? That's exactly who Gary Busey looks like right now. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I just saw him, too, in The Firm, a Tom Cruise movie. He's not in oh. The Firm. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, he's with Holly he's Hunter. He's in The Firm. Yeah, he's with Holly Hunter. That's right. Holly Hunter's under the desk. Yeah, sorry. You're sorry. I was like, wait. He's a, yes. yeah. It's a quick scene. He did a couple quick scenes. But, yeah, no, you're right. It's a memorable scene. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right there. Your movie doesn't have Gary Busey. Come on. <laughs> I win, yeah, right? Did I win, guys? 
That's a hard one, man. <laughs> yes, it's impossible. It's That's impossible. A good. Let's all watch that Predator Two and Saturday and Hulu. Yeah, watch it, guys. It. I want. I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I, I don't know. I, know, I, I don't know where else I can can't. go with this. That's impossible. Predator is one of the best action films of all time. How can I defend the Predator? <laughs> Predator Two is a kind of dog shit. <laughs> I need to rewatch Predator Two. To be fair, it's been a while, but I do remember watching it, and I remember it being pretty <gasps> dog shit. It's like, yeah, it's not very. It's not as good as the first one. It was nah. cool seeing him in the city, though. I did like that. That last part in the city, that ending. Oh, geez, in the city. Oh, It was geez, also weird. Man. Like, it was seven years in the future. Why? Why was it 1997? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Who knows? I do it's like the end up. where he gets the gun. He does get the – he gives – give him the old re- revolver because you've the proven Predator to us. Predator not a bad movie, right? It's not a bad movie. It's just – It's just it's not just Predator. Not- that's that's it. That's it. It's just not predator. And it makes no sense. Like, why isn't it with Arnold? And then you only have one predator, like in the city. Uh, right. It's just it's it's weird. Um, it's a it's a weird choice for a sequel to like Predator. Die Hard too. Like it's Predator came hard. out exactly. Well, it's like Terminator two. Like you'd think they would have figured out something to like help. Uh, why does it keep telling me people are checking no Arnold, out? No Arnold, no deal. You know, I, I need to look into the history of that. I he think was, Arnold read that script and said uh, he probably passed on that. Arnold passed on several Predator movie sequels. He was supposed to be in a few of them. There was the one with uh, um. God, this, he did good. He was he in uh, Predators with um, uh, Adrian Brody. He was supposed to be. Was it Lawrence Fishburne who was in the plane? That he, was a good movie. That was. Du- he was supposed to be Dutch. Movie. He was supposed to be Dutch in the plane, and then he wouldn't do it. And then he was Ooh, supposed to be. Um, that would be good. Do you remember who I'm talking about when Lawrence Fish? They catch Lawrence Fishburne. In the yes. Plane? That would have been Dutch. Like if they had done that, pfft, would have made the movie oh, like a million times better. Oh man, that would have been nice. And then the um the other one was they were gonna have him show up at the end of the Predator. Uh, he was gonna show up at the very end and walk in and sort of set up the next movie. But they thought he was like, I'm not doing this. I I'm I want to no. I'm not. The movie's not big enough. My character needs to do more. And so he refused to do like a little stupid cameo. At the end of the Predator was also supposed to have Ripley at one point. There were like a million cool things that they missed uh, that could have been amazing. But did you like the Predator? Uh, the newest is, one? Are we talking? No, I didn't even watch that, bro. I heard it was really bad, and I, I saw them trailers. I said, no, I don't want. With Olivia Munn, right? Yeah, it starts really great. Uh, it starts great, and then it just gets really silly. But I did. The, the, the thing that had the hype was Shane Black was involved with it again, right? Yeah, it's got. It's, I forget Black his name. The guy from Moonlight's amazing. It's got uh, Michael Key. Uh, what's his name? Key, uh, uh, not Peel. Key from Key and Peel. It's a good cast, uh, uh, and it's and the, and it starts great, and then it just gets completely silly and stupid. But uh, I did enjoy yeah, parts of it a lot. It's a good watch. Uh, There's probably like a 4K that. version you'd watch someday on your big screen. It, it's worth the watch. Shout out to Shara if she's still watching. I can't. Uh, sh- yeah. Oh, was she? Okay. I can't. Uh, I can't defend anymore. Sorry, I tried my best, Marcos. I, I appreciate the game, yeah, but I gave no. you as best as I could. Uh, no thank good. you for the donation, though. Uh, but David, thank you for. I hope that in. was worth it, Marcos. David said Predator Two is better than one. I own two. I can't remember when I watched one. Come on, David, you're not being serious, right? Trolling. He's trolling. Uh, Gary Busey and da- Danny Glover choose scenery like no one else. I own two. I can't remember. Is that David Marshall just hit you with the dub five? Gary Busey no, and Danny Glover yeah. choose scenery well, I, I'm like repeating no one else. it. He did it while you were talking. That's why I was re- re-showing it. Um, Holy. Oh, just ha- oh, there it is. Uh, so, yeah. the um, Thank you, David, for that support. But, yeah, you, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Predator's way better. Uh, all right. Any other commenters, questions, things that we've done? Uh, I don't want to keep you too late. 
Uh, we've done, we've done, we, I, I pre, there's a lot of people tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, I want to yeah, keep going, you. but uh, I don't want to keep Jody for too long. And I want to, I actually, what I was going to do is. Yeah, I can hang around for, I can hang around for another half hour. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, or I could, I could take some calls if you, or something too. But let's take some comments uh, as you go, or let's just do, tell yeah. me, what, what have you seen if you've got a little bit more time? What have you seen out there, Jody, that sort of uh, uh, bugged you or made you laugh? Any other interesting um, news outlets you've seen? Stories, rather, I mean? Uh, what do you mean, like real, real news stories or Is anything? Um, it made me the big laugh. New, the big news today, anything. I don't want to talk about. We're not going to get political with, uh, with the right. That. right. I don't want to get so, into that. Um, I'll say this: Will Ferrell's movie that he has on Netflix with uh, Rachel McAdams isn't terrible. Eurovision. Eurovision. It's it's got a magical cuteness to it. What's up, Sal Award? You know where I'll be at Tuesday. Shout out to him in here. Uh, it wasn't terrible. I, I, it was something about it that I liked. And I hate Will Ferrell. I don't really like him. I don't like Will Ferrell or his movies. I have... You want to get me Will in Ferrell. the trivia? Give me Will Ferrell. Yeah, see, I don't, oh, dude. I like Step Brothers. It's the only thing that I really like of his. And his Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah. <laughs> I, was fucking, I, I saw Step Brothers and I hated it. I, I just didn't get it. I was like, what the fuck is this dumb movie? <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out Step Brothers. I never understood it, and then I watched it again recently, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was Smart. really, really funny. Would have put my nutsack <laughs> on your drum set, bro. I, I, the first drum. time I was in a bad mood or whatever, but then I, I realized in the second viewing, like, oh, I get it now. But I still think Anchorman yeah. is my favorite Will Ferrell. Anchorman is another one I, I love, and I love Elf. I think it's a great. Uh, my kids love Elf. I love watching Elf every uh, Christmas. So I, I, I'm a fan of Will Ferrell. But he's made some garbage. Don't get me wrong. Land of the Lost, Bewitched. I mean, there's countless other sports oh, movies yeah. that weren't as good oh, as. Yeah. I don't even like Talladega Nights that much. But Step Brothers, man, is so such perfect dumb fun. Uh, so yeah, I I, I I don't dislike Will Ferrell, but I, Anchorman Two was garbage too. So he's done a lot of stuff. It's just it doesn't hit the mark. Yeah. But Eurovision was one where I, just, I didn't like it. I, I wanted to try. I see what you're saying. There's some cute parts, you but didn't like it? it overstayed its welcome for me. It was just like so confused. There were parts that were fine. Rachel McAdams to me was actually better. Like she was the reason I think it was sweet and yes. worked. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was just so, it was very weird. Uh, I did like the end song. It was like it was like a good finale moment with the end song. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. interesting. The one I watched actually, I don't know if you've seen it with your kids, but on Amazon, uh, My Spy with Dave Bautista. Uh, do you know about this one? Oh, the little girl. Yeah. You know. No, we I, I we loved it. It was really fun. It was like a good, you know, it was a hard PG-13. Really? Some violence and like a little bit of language. So it like they loved it because my kids are like, you know, 10 and 8. So it was like, ooh, he said shit. I don't, I don't mind when they, you know, if a shit comes in once in a while. I don't like the sex stuff. And this movie was fine. It's just a little bit of oh, violence wow. and a little bit of language. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, apparently they're already no considering that a, did good in the box office, a sequel. How'd that do in the box office? Well, it didn't. They were supposed to come out, and then it kept getting delayed, and then it, they just put it on Amazon. They put it on Amazon Prime. Amazon bought it uh, and put it streaming only as an exclusive streaming uh -huh. uh, uh, for, you know, during the pandemic. Uh, but um, apparently it's, it's doing well, um, and uh, they're now considering they want to do a second one. 
So good for Batista. Right. I, I really like Batista, man. He's such a cool dude. Uh, he doesn't give a Batista fuck. Batista is the best actor from a wrestler. He's the yeah. best wrestler turned actor. He stands his ground or what he believes in. I love that he had James Gunn back like immediately and was willing to throw all the Disney money away to sort of back up his friend. Like He actually lives here in Tampa. I've, I know a couple of people know him, and I've only heard amazing things about him. So I'm a big Batista fan. I'm hoping at some point it will build across paths. But um, uh, yeah, My Spy, if you guys have kids, I, I laughed actually quite a few times. It's got Christian Shaw. Like for a kid's movie, um, we had a blast watching it, me and my kids. Uh, it's it's a good, it's worthy watch on like a movie night if you want to put something on, um, something right. new. But check out My Spice. So anyway, My Spice, that was the one I watched. But I like that one surprisingly better than Eurovision. Is it VOD or is it free for It's Prime? free if you have Prime. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, totally. It's See, I don't have a daughter, so I don't know. Is, will, will, will boys like it? You know? Totally. It's totally a boy one. My kid, my son loved oh, okay. it too. She's kind of, right. uh, you know, she's serious and it's more like spy stuff. So sell it on Batista. Sell it on Batista and sort of the action. That's right, Ashley. Bad Santa's Fire. I think Bad Santa's one of the greatest comedies of all time. Uh, who? So wait, the Batista right. versus The Rock. I mean, from an acting for... Batista over The Rock. Batista, Batista's a better actor than The Rock. Why do you... What He's, performance do you think does that for you? Everything that I see him. Him as Drax. Him in uh, the remake, the, the sequel to... Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah, he was amazing in that movie, and he had a small role, but you just you believe it, you buy it, he gives it all. I, I, I was like, man, this fool was dope. He was dope in that Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine film. It's a small so, role, but yeah. But he also small was... roles. Uh, Hotel Artemis, he was dope in that too. He was in there with Jodie Foster, and uh, and uh, Jeff Goldblum was in there, I believe. Hotel Artemis came out, I think, last year. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. I'm looking up Dave well. Batista's actual. He's yeah, great yeah, in yeah. Guardians. I rewatched, so I watched Guardians with my kids. It was the first, like, they, my my uh, my my son saw Iron Man without me, and I got all upset. <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to watch the Marvel movies with me, not your mom." Uh, but I, whatever, it was what it was. Uh, but uh, he, so I watched. I was like, "All right, well, let's watch Guardians of the Galaxy," because he he liked Iron Man, but he didn't love it. But they loved well, Guardians. I'm not talking about a bigger movie star. That's not even comparable. I'm not talking about has better movies. Yeah, yeah, no, you're saying better actor. actor. But I was going to say, rewatching Guardians, he's so good in Guardians. And Guardians itself is such a fun movie, family movie, just such a great movie. And he's he's awesome in it. Uh, And I know he's even better in part two. They give him sort of more to do. He gets sillier. But yeah, Batista's great. Some people saying John Cena is better than Batista. Dude, John Cena has stepped up and done comedy pretty well. I got to give John Cena some props. Uh, on why, God damn, oh. damn these alerts. Oh. Uh, Cena had like tr- uh, Homer. What was his name? Trainwreck, uh, playing with fire. Another fun kids movie. Uh, he's not terrible. He's not he as was, bad. Everything that I saw him in, he was terrible. Cocklockers or whatever it's called. Did you watch that one? Cockblockers. He was awful in Cockblockers. <laughs> he was horrendous in Cockblockers, and he sucked in Bumblebee. And those only two movies I saw him in. I never saw uh, Batista. And oh, Rick. the Marine. The Marine. He was whatever. He was wooden in that. Did you watch Stuber? Did you see Stuber with uh, Batista and? uh, No, I didn't see that either. No, no, no. And the the Indian guy? Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, and I didn't see. Um, I haven't watched Escape Plan Two, but I kind of want to now. I think Stuber hit right when the when the Bud Light was hitting off. I think. think Riddick. I didn't see. I don't remember him in Riddick, but he's in Riddick. Uh, and he's Inspector. That's right. He's in the uh, James Bond Spectre. Yeah, he was Inspector. Yeah, he was the big the muscle. Yeah. He uh, and he's in two Escape Plan sequels. Uh, I'll just check those out. I, I liked the first Escape Plan. It was kind of silly fun. Um, I, I turned off the alert, but it keeps sending off this crazy. 
I Myra. definitely feel like Batista's that guy. He's the best actor that I've seen. Yeah, I don't know if I can agree. Uh, I mean, I... I uh, from, from wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. What's The Rock's best performance, guys? Uh, he kind of plays the same thing in everything. Walking Tall, Gridiron Gang. One of those. Jumanji. Walking Tall, Gridiron Gang. Or... Uh, snitch, maybe he was. Oh, it's kind of the same. He doesn't have any dramatic roles like that. He had, I think, Gridiron Gang was his most dramatic movie he's ever played in. Huh. Walking Tall was his best movie, I feel. And Gridiron Gang was probably the only drama that I could remember him being in. I mean, I guess you could say Snitch was a drama, but that was more of an action. Yeah, I though. mean, all of his movies, Moana, he's pretty fun in. <laughs> but from a, you're right, from yeah, an acting bro. perspective, exactly, it's the same character in every movie he's playing. The only movie where he was completely different was Be Cool, yep. with uh, uh, um, uh, freaking John Travolta and uh, Christina Milian. Get Shorty sequel, yeah. He was. Be cool. He was funny and sus. <laughs> he was amazing and be cool. That's about it. I never saw yeah. Southland Tales. I heard it was a crazy movie, but yeah, everything else here he's uh, playing. Michael Bay movie is Pain and Gain. Pain he's and talking Gain. about. He was he was okay in that. He was okay in that. He was dope. He was dope in there, but it was like a big, big bodybuilding comic guy kind of. You know, I think I killed him. Myra, Myra says, <laughs> I agree. Batista, thank you, Myra. Batista is the better actor. The Rock got lucky getting more blockbuster, but the best movie has to be ha he has acted in is Get Shorty 2. Yeah, it's I guess that's fair. It's, uh, it's the most range he's shown. Well, that's be, that's be cool. Well, the Rock, we know why The Rock, cool did, is get know, Rock was sexy. He was a popular WWE. was the best. He was the most popular WWF superstar. He had the eyebrow. He had the sex appeal. It was more natural for him. Batista was more of a wooden. He wasn't that great a wrestler. Big and just big and sloppy, not really great. Didn't have the sex appeal, even though he had the body. But he just, he was a big meathead. You know what I'm saying? Rock had swag to him. He did. I mean? It's true. So there was a lot of stuff that worked in The Rock's favor. Uh, yeah, no disrespect to The Rock. He's he's grinding. He's grinding, and he's yes. and, and a talent, an actor out there who doesn't mess up. He's not like Ellen. He's making sure all everybody out there likes him. He makes the Batista time. Even, he even shot. He even threw salt on the rock. Batista out his own mouth says, "I I am an actor. I believe he said I'm an actor who wrestles. The Rock is a wrestler who turned actor. I mean, I mean that's how Batista worded it. That's why I like Batista. He doesn't give a shit. He will call out anybody like and that. stand by what he like believes. That. So Batista's like got it. And I, I just everything he did about James Gunn. You could just tell he's like, fuck Disney then. Really? Fuck you. For the old dumb tweets? That's not who this guy is. Fuck you. He was Batista like, Batista could not do the things that Rock could do in the ring. Not even close. He was bulky and, and wooden. He had, didn't have the footwork or the technical ability that The Rock had. I mean, Batista was just a big body who could do power bombs, power slams, hit throws, suplexes. I mean, everybody could do so that. So are you a wrestling fan? I was a huge wrestling fan. Did you wrestling do like, was my life did you do in the like, 90s and 2000s. Did you ever do any like YouTube uh, reviews and stuff and get into that on here? Or no, I, 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 by the time I was in high school, I got out of wrestling because huh. because you know the Stone Cold got injured, he retired. Triple H, he hurt himself. It, the Rock was in and out. It, Attitude Era died off, and then you know I kind of died off in the 
mid 2000s. Dude, you, when you come down to visit someday, to damn, it's we're like it's like Wrestling Central. We got Hulk Hogan here, Clearwater Beach. We got Batista. <laughs> it's it's a wild out here. Uh, Ric Flair. Uh, it's amazing. Jermaine King, uh, The Rock was the sus king and be cool. That was Get Shorty too. Was be cool. Uh, you ain't a woman enough to take my man. I never saw it, but I I, I saw parts that showed he was pretty crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's true. I, I know. Dis- I don't even mean to disrespect The Rock, but yeah, he's his range. Yeah, I mean, is it's, not, it's there. not even if you look at it, it's it's, it's there. It's it's just. There. I mean, I would, I would argue Jumanji probably actually is one of his better roles, just because he gets to show some range. And like play the other characters in a few moments. I mean, but even then, he's sort of still doing like the sure. rock. I mean, sure, sure. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I love, I love the rock, bro. I'm a rock. I'm a fan of the rock. But you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm biased enough. Josiah so. says my favorite wrestler is Jay Washington. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Best wrestler ever in WWE was the Rock. That's cool. Rock is in my top three. I like Joey's so like, I'm not even going to give one. that guy any attention. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Uh, uh, it's only me that started to give him back life. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Stone Cold is my is the GOAT for me. Stone Cold is the number one wrestler of all time for me. I put Rock number two, Undertaker number three, Triple H number four. And then where do you put Maybe. Jay Washington on the list? Who? Jay Washington. That's what I said. <laughs> Oh, you missed the what's, joke. What's, Hosiah said my favorite wrestler what's, what's is Jay last? Washington. What's, what's last? What's last? <laughs> Whatever last uh, is, then that person, then, then the cafeteria then lady. You then you and me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cafeteria lady, and then him. God damn. Stand-up comedy. I wasn't sure thing. if you'd heard the God. joke or you just didn't want to talk about it. I was like, he didn't. He, I don't know if he – I think he heard it or he's just ignoring it. No, I have, the, I have the wireless. I have the oh, wireless. Okay, you were – I got it's you. In and out. I, I in made, and out. He made the joke. Yeah, and laugh. Trash. Yeah, trash. 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 Uh, all right. Anyway, he's in there. As we wrap up our stream, now's your chance. Any other final questions? Uh, I was going to ask you one other quick. I had one other story to ask you as we want to wrap up. Um, uh, and then we'll cut this. There was something else happening. And thanks to all of you. I still can't believe this Fresh Prince thing is real. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can. Uh, Hollywood is so devoid of original thought. Oh, here it is. Uh, well, here's another one that's interesting uh, on that subject. Who do you think the highest paid actor for a second year in a row is? The Rock. Yep. You know, what blew me away? you know what blew me away on that list? Number two. Here we go. How? Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Ryan Reynolds is the second highest pair in Hollywood last year. Oh, we should have played the guessing game. You already read it, so we don't know. Number one, Dwayne. All right, so I mean, that makes sense. 71 million. 71 million, I believe. Uh, yeah. And, and then, yeah. Like 86. What, why? Yeah, Six Underground wasn't money. Oh, I guess this is what he got paid to do, those Netflix movies. Oh, okay, those got it. Those Netflix. Netflix is still. So Netflix Netflix is paid un- both of them. Iconic with the money. Look They're at this. They're both in the same movie coming out. Dwayne Johnson and, uh, and Ryan Reynolds are the highest paid because of Netflix. And then it comes to Mark Wahlberg, also Netflix money. Netflix. Spencer that whole is Netflix, bro. Ben Affleck, Netflix. And, uh, yeah, there's Netflix and the way back. Adam Sandler. Vin Diesel from Fast 9. Okay, so that was the first one. That started, and, uh, but the no, Netflix, no. Netflix deal it, for the it. spy races. Wow, wow. It all is Netflix. Uh, Ashe Kumar. Yes. Okay, so. Vin Diesel for the cartoon series on Netflix. Oh, wow. So Bollywood star. I don't know. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda, Disney Plus, made him huge money. But does he get all that money? That's weird. Is he like the sole well, you know, distributor? He producer is shit. You can get them extra money. Uh, man. Co- stand-up comedy specials. Jeez. 
So he just gets 75 million, but then he only got, oh, okay, so he got 45 million of the 75 million. Okay, got it. Uh, damn, good good for him. Will Smith, uh, upcoming role, is that Netflix? All right, so he didn't get an MF, no, he's gotten Netflix money, but not there. Adam Sandler, 41, uh, damn. Uh, strictly Netflix. Netflix strictly deals. Netflix. Adam Sandler. What a look, deal, you look man. At his deal, look at his deal. He got a $250 million deal with Netflix in 2014. Adam Sandler was the first one that went to Netflix and what made a, a smart multi-million guy. dollar deal. I, now, can't, look, I can't hate on him, man. He's getting to do movies with his friends, put whoever he wants, cast him. He gets to go shoot like comedies that he wants to do and just make fat guaranteed money every year. A new deal. He just ain't the new one worth Dude, more than the two hundred fifty I mean, million. He is like the, that's what. How do you? That is who's doing it better. He did like the Rock has to hustle all the damn time. Adam Sandler's like I'm cool. I get to go make my movies. Adam with my Sandler is killing it. Yeah, yeah. Good for him, it. man. He doesn't have to go yeah. do the Titan Games and it's buy crazy. the XFL. Like the Rock's just going crazy. Adam Sandler's like cashing in like crazy every year after year, making movies, ha- wow. hanging out. Uh, Jackie Chan, good for him. I didn't. I wouldn't have yeah. predicted he was Jackie still on the Chan list. Jackie Chan put out like ten. Mo- Last year he put out like five or six movies, but he said endorsements. It, I think he said he got it licensing. He got yeah, a lot of licensing, licensing endorsements. TV wow, oh, that's that's yeah, fascinating. I wouldn't have predicted Jackie Chan in the top ten. But not a, is it is this all, do they only count men or there's not a single woman made the list? Mm, they do actresses or is it only actors? Yes. Yeah, so Maybe there's an actress list, probably. Yeah. Are they gonna do an actress list, or is this? Uh, are we showing that there's not a single woman? I mean, Gal Gal Gadot would have made some money this year, wouldn't she? Have? No, I don't think so. She wouldn't hit the list. She probably made like ten, fifteen million for Wonder Woman eighty four. Maybe she made another twenty, mi- right. another fifteen yeah. million. You got to make endorsements at least forty million in a year to do it. You're right. You got oof. Yeah. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. I th- maybe uh, Endgame year and then Black Widow, but. Man, yeah, crazy. last year ScarJo was number one female, I believe. She made like forty-five. Who do you like think that. is the most valuable on this list? And I go to you, chat. Who's missing? Who's the most? Uh, who would you agree that The Rock is the? If you could, if you could get one of these actors to to be in your movie, who it's The be? Rock. It'd be The Rock. The Rock has been the number one box office uh, film superstar for the last five years, easily. He's the number one. He's the biggest movie star in the planet. And he's been yeah. there for five years at least. Out of all opinion. these people, it's true. I would, I would, I would bank on the Rock. You got to bank on the Rock. You know I mean, I pretty now much bank. The order got to be Black Adam. The ah! order is pretty good. I mean, Ryan Reynolds would be another bankable star, and he's doing pretty well. I, I, I do think Free Guy is going to be pretty good. Netflix got these guys on this list, bro. The Rock is on that list regardless. Netflix and streamers got the rest of these fools up here. Will Smith, Ben Affleck, and The Rock are the only ones that would still be on this list without streamers. It's true. And what's interesting, opinion. people keep talking about Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, but I bet you that was no money. He didn't make a single dollar That's for Uncut Gems. Five million dollars. I think he made five million. He made all his money on the other stuff, and then he has to go get an. Did he get? He didn't even yes. get the Oscar nom, though, did he? He almost did. Nope. He should have. He should have. It was, it was a crazy role. It's kind of fun to see him in that. Yeah. Uh, nope. But uh, it seems like he wants to try and attempt to to flex those chops a little bit more. So I, I dig it. Uh, yeah, it's weird though. People are saying The Rock is the next is the new Arnold. <sighs> I hate to throw shade at Dwayne, but yeah, he doesn't have. I, I wouldn't put one of his movies near. I would put like five of Arnold's above any of the Rock's movies. Is there one Rock movie that is better yes. than an Arnold movie? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few Rock movies that are better than Arnold movies, but not one of Rock's movies could touch Arnold's top five. Period. So I'm saying there's like a top, there's a good top five. I mean, honestly, 
what is it? Uh, both Our Terminators. <clears throat> both Terminators. Predator. I think. Predator. True Lies. True Lies. Eraser. Uh, okay, Eraser. I would, but I would also put Total Recall on that list. I got Eraser over Total Recall. I would also put um, uh, like Conan. That's five already. I'd put Conan That's on that list. I'd put Kindergarten Cop on that list. Those are both of those are better. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop hit, bro. That that's, shit hits. Uh, yeah, I mean that's right. And there's another one. Oh, uh, uh, Commando. Uh, Commando, bro. Twins. Put twins on that motherfucker. I mean, bro. right? <laughs> twins. I don't, I don't want to keep so dissing them, but geez, like I, I, I no, all the movies we've listed close. so far, I could. I, all there's not a single Rock movie I'd put above any of those movies. Oh. What's nope. the Rock's best movie? I think Walking Tall. Ugh, I mean, it's fine, but it's nowhere you near. You want to count Fast Five? You want to count Fast Five? Does that count as a rock I movie? Guess. I guess. Yeah, Jumanji and Fast Five probably are like the most fun big movies. If you count Fast Five, then Fast Five is his best. Is the best rock movie. Yeah, I would. I I'd probably still keep pulling the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. <laughs> It's Bro. sad. Like, cause it's like I, I enjoy his movies. I enjoyed Rampage and Skyscraper. They were fine. They're like passable, yeah. but not they're not. Skyscraper. Skyscraper was like Skyscraper a, was terrible. It was silly. Oh, Last Action Hero also above it. Yeah, good call. Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jingle All the Way over the Tooth Fairy any day. Arnold Schwarzenegger's that dude, bro. Man. That dude. Dude, I would put T Terminator Three above most of these rock movies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. I swear, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to be the greatest action star of all time. Yeah, you know, no doubt. Will- it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah, he's no the doubt. greatest of all time. No doubt. Crazy. Go watch our. This is so. Go watch our after this. I'll put it in there. Go watch our top three Arnold. That was a fun dialogue, but it's true. He, he's no one's gotten even close to him. Uh, wow, we're almost at 400 streamers. Good, good job tonight, guys. Uh, top three. I'm gonna put right. it in there so you guys can watch that as we wrap up. But top three Arnold uh, movies because it's a fun, it's a good, good fun <laughs> What's watch. What's your best Arnold movie? The Witch. Uh, I'm asking E. He's right here in the studio. Oh. What's yeah, the best good. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie for you? The best one for me is Terminator. Terminator one or two? Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, just put I think that... the best overall probably would cheese, man. It's 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 tough between Predator, Terminator Two, and True Lies. That is just True Lies is tough. Total Recall, you're not. We're doing the same episode. Go watch it there. We got our argument because I I was like Total Recall, Predator. You got to have those up on the top. I saw. I mean, we went. We 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 watched Total Recall with, oh, two weeks ago, huh? Yep. It's good. It's a good move. It's good. It's oh, really good. It's good. It's not Predator. Oh. it's a great. It's a great film. It's not Predator though. It's not T two, and it ain't true life. It's a different. It's a different genre. It's fair. It's a different it's genre. Different is big. It's out of space. I get it. You know, it's great. It's of its time. I think it probably shined more than it does probably today. Yeah, but uh, it's like, right still now. so Stallone or Schwarzenegger. It's Schwarzenegger. That's the thing. You know, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Willis, Seagal, Wesley Snipes. Uh, then you have The Rock, and then you have Statham had his little stint. You know. Bruce Willis, you know, I think it's Schwarzenegger for me as well. A lot of people say Stallone, though. That's why I brought it up. Like, I, I like Stallone, but this is a huge battle between Stallone and Arnold. Who's the better guy? They, they even threw jabs at each other over the course of their 30-year careers. They do jabs and shit, you know. Yep. It's Arnold. Planet right? Hollywood, Arnold. man. 
Yeah. I went to Planet Hollywood just because I was such yeah. a big fan of them as a kid. I think I had a Planet Hollywood jacket. <laughs> yeah. I wish I'd kept that. Probably would have been valuable. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Arnold's, Arnold's the best. There's no better action star than Arnold. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, I, I, yeah Tom, we, Cruise, Tom Cruise. For nothing. See, yeah, Tom Cruise is good. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is up there, too, though. Tom Cruise uh, has movies on his... Like, Tom Cruise outweighs The Rock by a million as well. Tom Cruise has some movies on his uh, IMDb that are... Tom Cruise could challenge The Rock for the... I think Tom Cruise might be number... He could be number two. Yeah, I, I, I would... Dude, Minority Report, Mission Impossible, you all of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, what's uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Top Gun? Yeah. I mean, dude... I mean, yeah. I, I, counting all the Mission Impossibles, we already have more Jack than Reacher, five, six Jack, movies Jack above or The Rock again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All those movies yeah. go. Last Samurai, does that count as an action movie? I'd put that above all The Rock's movies Maybe. as well. Uh, he's Yeah, dude, uh, it's crazy. Uh, Myra, thank you, Myra. Do you think Netflix could go bankrupt Myra. with how much they are spending on actors, comedy specialists, directors, and license deals? Aren't they in the – I don't know if she's continuing that, but – yeah. the, They were in the red for a while. Yeah, They're, I mean – still trying to get out of out of the the danger zone and that's the problem to sustain it you got to keep the cost going so it's like you can't just you can't they have a high over can't stop spending they're banking on the future netflix in 10 years will be the biggest streaming company in the world it'll be up there with once they get their overhead in about five ten years it's going to be but what's crazy is they they buy out like union deals so like you don't get residuals on netflix movies so they buy you out and at a certain point it's going to get too pricey it's only going to go keep going up and up and up and up. So it's tough. Uh, but at the same time, th- other things are going down. So I can see these actors like, well, shit, I can just get a $30 million deal. All right, I don't own it, but they do. But I get a big fat paycheck. It's smart right now. But at some point, they're going to start saying, well, I want $100 million. All right. And then it's Absolutely gonna, good. Say so who's more popular? Tom Cruise or Arnold? Yeah. Who's who's better? If you got to do t- Tom Cruise versus Arnold. Tom Cruise is... Ooh, what is better? Better. Define better. Because nobody does what Tom Cruise does in action movies. I mean, Tom I Cruise mean, has the drama on top of the action. And the stunts. I mean, Tom Cruise's yeah. filmography is filled with hits. I mean, come on. Jerry Maguire is a fantastic movie. I think Tom Cruise. Tropic probably... Thunder, Collateral, Magnolia, Eyes Wide Shut, I enjoy. Interview the Vampire. The Tom, Firm is great. Tom, a few good men. Tom we talk, we, we choir, we talk about Tom Cruise got better movies than Arnold Schwarzenegger overall. If you look at their the whole chapter, Arnold got the best of the those last six seven are the best, but Tom has a a bigger catalog. I gotta I say, yeah, Tom Cruise. Best. I would uh, Tom Cruise over Arnold. But I guess for I got ac- Arnold Schwarzenegger for action, as the greatest action star. He's yes. the greatest. I got Tom Cruise as the best. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jordan. Tom Cruise is Kobe. I got Tom Cruise as uh, the okay. best action fair. star, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is the greatest action star. Great. I'll, I'll okay. give you that. I think that's fair. And then Myra said, don't forget Harrison Ford as an action hero. That's a good point. But oh, yeah, Harrison Ford. Ford is just Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and then I would throw in um, well, I guess Blade Runner, I guess. Does that count? It's not really action. Yeah, Air Force Air One. Air Force One. Uh, uh, was it U.S. Marshals? That yeah, one? Yeah. Oh, the Fugitive. Yeah, the Fugitive. The Fugitive. Fugitive. Yeah. Fugitive and Air Force One helped put uh, it over the edge. There was one where there was a movie uh, oh, where uh, Patriot Games. Senator. Patriot Games. Patriot Games. That was another one. And they did Clear and Present Danger. Now. Yep. Uh, Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. You can't talk to me like I'm some junkyard dog. Dude. I'm the President <laughs> of the United States. 
Uh, that's a great line. Uh, dude, I watched Air Force One again on Netflix the other day. What a – that is a such a great movie. So a much plus. fun. A so plus. much Air fun. Air Force One, Air Force One oh. is a perfect movie. It's perfect action movie. Back I agree. It is so – it's such a great fun – and go America. Score, Get off the my score. plane. Gary Oldman is fantastic. That freaking score hits, bro. It just never ends. It keeps going. I trusted you with my life. So will the next president. Now give me the belt. <laughs> and even then, he still punched that yep. bitch. <laughs> God, what's, what God. president would have been like Gary that? Gary Oldman, bro. Gary Oldman. So that good. scene, bro, I, I told you about it. He stuck that neck. He spit in Harrison Ford's face in real life, and he stuck that gun so far up his jaw. You know it hurt so bad, but that's how into that scene they were, bro. If you rewatch it when he had him in the – when he was telling him to – to call to get the general released and how he was pushing a gun in his head. That shit was so, that was oh, real, dude, bro. And when, and know when Gary was... Oldman's going up to his daughter and taking it all serious. I mean, yeah, bro. it's, yeah, it's yeah, filled yeah. with just great moments, intense moments. And then Glenn close as the vice president's actually great too. Yes. Uh, and then all the yep. cabinet members who are trying to like figure out, well, what do you do? And does she sign the document? Yeah, Is he growing crazy? There's a lot it of hits. fun stuff in there. It totally still hits. Uh, and then every, I, I, everyone keeps saying the fugitive, the fugitive is just, I mean, it was Oscar nominated, like the best, probably the most serious, best action film since French Connection. It is no joke. Him and Tommy Lee Jones in that movie. I don't care. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Uh, it's it's a great film. It's a, it's an iconic like Chicago movie. Uh, that train scene. It's just it still holds up. It's fantastic. The other one I loved that year though equally, and I gotta rewatch it. I think it's on HBO Max. But I loved uh, Clint Eastwood's In the Line of Fire. Have you ever watched that one with John Malkovich no. as the bad guy? Oh, it's no. so much fun. If you like that genre, don't miss that one. Well, that was, it, that was like 94 or 93, whenever that was, the Fugitive oh, Year. Oh, this old Clint. It was 93 Clint. So it was like 90, early 90s. It's, it's Clint Eastwood and, uh, and uh, John Malkovich. And John Malkovich gives a fantastic performance as the villain. Uh, he's like, like the president's like, uh, Secret Service. Uh, and uh, it's it, dude, it, it's a good one, but I, we're going off on a tangent. But I wanted to thank uh, Andrea, thank you, Andrea. Oh, wait, you just retracted Talking it. Movies, baby. What did she Talking just retract the note? I missed it. It said uh, something. Thank you Talking for the donation, movies, bro. Throwing that knowledge oh, out he there. said, How can you forget Maverick with Tom Cruise? No, yeah, you said you did, we, we did say Top Gun quickly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, Top Gun, you were try. I guess yeah. maybe you were trying because you saw us. But uh, thank you for the donation. But yeah, uh, of course, I'm not a huge Top Gun guy, but I, I respect it. Risky business is good too. Uh, risky business is solid too. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, uh, Top Gun isn't my favorite Top Gun. I mean, Tom Cruise. I, I like it. I respect it. But it's not the one I jump to uh, first. There's there's uh, several a dozen other movies I would pick over Top Gun. Uh, but I know that for a lot of people, including Tom, like that's that's up there. Uh, anyway, we could we uh, f- nice uh, distraction from the uh, all of the talking about all stars. day, bro. The, all these movies, God dang, two thousands stepped they shit up because the nineties, the eighties, nineties, even early two thousands was hitting. Yeah, action movies world. aren't the same anymore. Yeah. When's the what's the last good nope. action movie you would say? <laughs> Mine is Angel Has Fallen. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise is still doing it. He's the anomaly here. Tom Cruise is still putting out classic, good action movies. So it's Fallout, right? Fallout, John Wick, those are the two guys doing it. Yeah, I like those. I, 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 I was going to say, the, the last Fallen movie was like the, the closest 90s action movie I've seen in a long time. You haven't watched Angel that Angel is Fallen, Gerard Butler, yeah. that trilogy is solid, man. Yeah. 
And Nick Nolte is fantastic in that as the as the. You guys, if you guys haven't watched on Netflix, yeah. go check it out. Uh, the dad, that was nice and most smoke. That yeah. shit was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's surprisingly good. Fallen yeah. movies ended up being a franchise I did not expect. We were saying Fallen. on last night's Nerd Wars, we I wanted to. Uh, John Wick has fallen. That would be a good crossover. You get the Gerard Butler Fallen uh, movie, but John Wick thrown in there because they're both Lionsgate. Up. I want to watch that. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. And extraction with I'm seeing. I'm just remarking some of your comments to extraction react. Was extraction was good, good with Hemsworth. I, apparently, they're going to make more. I would watch it. Uh, and then Keanu Reeves. Yeah, of course. I mean, John Wick putting that in the map. Um, and Matrix. Uh, I didn't like Oblivion. I saw uh, Probus. I didn't like Oblivion, but uh, but anyway. How do, you, how, do you, how do you feel about the Wachowski, the Wachowski sister who came out and said that the Matrix was like a symbol for transgender? Back. I didn't follow it enough. I mean, did she say yeah. it? Yeah, she came out and said. I mean, I I thought she said it wasn't that, but she was she was totally cool with and appreciated the fact that people saw it as that. She was happy that people saw it as that because that's what she said that it kind of was. She said people weren't ready for it back then, but the idea of the Matrix was kind of through the eyes of a transgender person, right? Huh. Matrix is an allegory for being transgender, according to Lewis. The Matrix is about a man trying to escape the false reality by shedding an identity assigned by him by machines. Fans have long viewed Neo's experience as a metaphor for being a, clo a closeted transgender person. Lily, co-director Matrix, confirmed the fan theories on uh, a YouTube video. The corporate world wasn't ready for it. The Matrix stuff was all about a desire to transform, uh, but it was all coming from a closeted point of view. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I don't have a problem with it. It's like, look, it's... Ain't that wild? That's huge. Yeah. But, I mean... That's big time. And, 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 I mean, she's, and she's legit. She, she, that was a you know, life she was living. Uh, so, no I mean, I got, no, I got no problem with it. If that, it it's a great movie. I, and I like, you know, it's like... <laughs> Uh, Taylor it's, good. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's looking at back at it to know somebody who was in the closet and who had to, who were living a different life. How that great franchise came from that—that's yeah. kind of dope. Yeah. Well, it's also you just know. like you know, it, it's an interesting and, and I think helpful for people to understand. Like, yeah, trans people have it tough. Like, people are stuck in play bodies and things they don't like. So I, I, it's wild. That's wild, though. That's wild to know that that came from something like that. It's yeah, it's the Matrix, here's the quote. Matrix is about breaking free of a simulated false reality like trans people break free of their gender assigned at birth. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, the splinter in Neo's mind, that okay. for many of us is a lot like the experience of being socialized yeah. as a gender that doesn't align with their true gender identity. Upon waking up, Neo begins his transition from one identity, Thomas Anderson, to a name given to him by the machines, to the one he sculpts for himself, Neo, his chosen name. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure other people, you know, anybody who was living sort of uh, someone who was gay or whatever, uh, there's a lot of people who could sort of see. And that's what I like about stories, songs. You can find your own meaning, and then it's nice when sort of the filmmaker or the writer reveals, here's what I was going for, because that's the beauty of film and storytelling, right? You can have a, have a, a meaning that's important to you, and then other people probably won't accept that meaning, but it'll still be important that's to them. That's going to piss a lot of people off. Huh? Totally, but you know what? I got no problem with it. She, she's allowed. But, you know. You know, I was I like him as director. So, dude, I, I dude, Speed Racer, oh. so underrated. They're they're solid. Uh, I'm excited. I hope, I hope they just. Uh, my problem was, what was the allegory for for parts two and three? Because I don't believe the trans right. thing then. <laughs> you know, it's like what would, could they have come up with something cooler for th for two and three? Because that's when it really lost its shit. It's crazy that you uh, that you bring up Speed Racer because somebody in the Justice League believe it or not, had the rights to Speed Racer. And as soon as the rights went away and he lost ownership, they made that movie. <laughs> what? Crazy. 
That's how yep. how do you lose the rights? Well, you got to pay for them. Oh, this couldn't pay for it anymore. <laughs> you gotta pay for that wow. Uh, uh, Saddle War. He was in the chat earlier. That man owned the rights to Speed Racer at one point in time. Wow. And after that, they made the film. I do you did you like the film? I never seen it. Dude, it's, it's good. No, it's not trash. Watch it again. And he's saying good, you're saying trash. No, um, it is it was completely underappreciated <laughs> at the time. It's really well done. It's a really fun and my kids loved it. It's it, I respect it. I, I watched it again recently and I was like, damn, this movie was ahead of its time. It's really well done. Uh, to, come on, somebody else in the chat, show some love to Speed Racer. Tell me I'm not crazy. Uh, I was I was super impressed by it. I didn't like it when I saw it in the theaters, but I watched it rec more recently and uh, and with my kid, and it's it's actually a blast. Uh, and, and as adaptations go, it's like pretty pretty amazingly done. The more you sit back and go, oh wait, let's not be so let's not think overthink this too much. It's like actually try to enjoy it. Um, but uh, I'm waiting to see the, 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 the delay to show somebody show. Speed Racer was tight. Thank you, Kid Tyson. It's fun. Yes, I liked it, D, uh, Slice says. Uh, see, they're like coming it. in. People are, people are saying. Uh, it's, a lot of people have come over on oh, Speed Racer now. Uh, wow. uh, Derek, uh, do Westerns count as action movies? John Wayne? I'll sure. Depending on the one, yeah, yeah. Bryce, Speed Racer is fire. Joe, the film, yes, I love Speed Racer. Love Speed Racer, the night. See, I saw Speed Racer. I, was, I haven't seen it. Uh, go rewatch it, guys. That is a good 4K movie, for real. Kid Tyson says Speed Racer is fire. Sathwick, it's super stylistic, and it's really fun. Uh, it's dope. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's one of those movies that got so trashed on that I, even myself, when I watched it the first time, was like, this is trash. And then I sat back and watched it at home on TV with my kid. There we go. Absolutely good. It's fun. Speed Racer's trash. <laughs> no. Watch it again. Uh, K-Dot, Speed Racer is tight. See? It's divisive. Uh, Speed Racer and IMAX, uh, I, high I, as I, fuck I, amazing. <laughs> Absolutely good. Just keeps repeating it. That's Speed Racer, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Absent good. Go watch oh, it again. K dots. Thank you for the support. K and kid. Uh, kid Tyson. Thank you for the support. I'm glad I brought Kid Tyson back from the block because he supports me in this. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's wrap the stream up. It's late, and I want to let you go. And I got some. I'm gonna make sure I cut all this for later. Uh, but yeah, interesting story. The I got no problem with the allegory. The the uh, this allegory that it's transgender. Yeah. So what? Cool. Good yeah. for her. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, they they both uh, were were living lies. Um, I, I I I feel for them. I'm glad they're able to, to come out. So good for them. Uh, and then I saw Myra. Just did I miss that? Uh, oh, you asked it. I fight you on it, sus racer. <laughs> No. All right, Absent Good. Tune in Thursday. Let's do maybe we'll do it at the end of the show on Thursday. Um uh all right, I was locked up. Yeah, we got you out, kid. Uh all right, everybody in the chat, thank you so much. Eric, Andrea, Ty Tyree, Keo, Shugun, 
Juan, absent good. I mean, there's I got so many of you guys showing up. Thank you guys for showing some love tonight, hanging out with us. Uh, I will be over on Ying and Yang tomorrow with Jody, my man. Excited to talk about it. We're going to have some fun. And then tune back Thursday night for our stream. And then meanwhile, I'll be dropping some more videos along the way. Uh, lots more coming. Jody, my man, thanks for hanging out late. I'll be there with you tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, go check them out. You guys know what to do. Enjoy your nights, and we will see you later. Peace, Peace out, everybody. Out, I might go for you. Crash Lewis, what's up?